I think this is our final episode of the year. Because next time we record, I'm yeah. thinking we will be in 2022, or at least the next time an episode comes out. So final uh, episode of 2021, episode 95. I'm Tim here with Kyle. Merry Christmas. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Merry Christmas. Good evening. Daniel. Hello. Well, actually, no. My name's not Cloud Strife. All right. Yeah. Sir, mm-hmm. my name is Cloud Strife. Striking resemblance Deep. between the two of you and yes. Jeff. Hello. Salutations. Shut you up, have Dan. Some very That's upset it. lady behind you in the image you've selected. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you look like. It, well, you could yeah. argue it would be it, more than one lady. Oh, oh, oh spoiler! Oh, no. Not really spoilers. If you look hard, you see other faces. <laughs> I think I've, I think I remember that image. For, there was an ad for some kind of menopause medication. I think that's what that is. Right. All right. Yeah. So I think it's transitioning. She's transitioning. Metaphor about. It's a metaphor for that. She's transitioning. <laughs> so, in case you're just listening, that is the be- uh, one really cool scene uh, from the Matrix Resurrection. We will talk about that uh, in a little bit. But before we talk about stuff we're playing, stuff we're watching. We're going to have our non-gaming things of the year awards. Mm. So I think mm. right now, at least the plan is next week for us to dive into our game of the year debates. We'll start ranking things based on a variety of different categories. And then sometime either the middle or end of January, depending on how much we need to stretch, you know, all these discussions out um, sometime in January, we'll hit the best game of the year. But before we do all that stuff, this is where we get to just pick our own categories can't be, well, like, I shouldn't say it can't be gaming related. It can't be anything that we would normally discuss in a gaming um, debate episode. So no best yeah. graphics, no best game. If it's going to be gaming related, I hope it's unique somehow. Um, like best, like worst something we don't talk about, like worst game or something like that. Or... Be, if you really want to, yeah, you could do that. Or it could be like <clears> most annoying, I, pretentious game, most, or... but I kept playing. You know, yeah, exactly. Like best game where you take things out of boxes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Which is obviously unpacking. That's obviously. I mean, I mean that feels one. like creating a category to let that game win, but I'm down for that. I'm, I'm, I'm all <laughs> exactly. It's literally just creating categories. That's, for that one. I don't know what you're talking about, Tim. There's a lot of games this year. Just a lot of boxing games, games but yeah, not the kind of boxing of you're thinking. Right. Um, all right. So I'm going to kick things off with our non-gaming things of the year awards because I, I put together a couple of different categories. One is actually just I picked movies, and I thought, well, I want to list my favorite movies that I watch with my kids and then favorite movies I would never watch with my kids. And then like, you know, so I, I kind of have a couple of those uh, movie type categories and I tried to pick some other non, even non entertainment uh, categories, but that was kind of hard to come up with. So it's yeah. mostly entertainment. It's mostly music, That's TV shows, movies. That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here you go, guys. Here, here's how I'm going to do it. You do it however you want. This is this show. Uh, each of your categories are your own. I'm going to do it. Like here are the nominees and then announce the winner. So I'm not going to necessarily sure. give you my one, two, three, four. It's more of here's the three or four or so that I've nominated, mm-hmm. and then here's the winner. All right. So here we go. First category for my non-gaming things of the year: uh, top toddler shows that I have been forced to watch this year. Good. <clears throat> I'm excited nice. to hear. We do this. need a here list we... for this, honestly. Here we go. Because yeah. we need we're the toddlers? adult perspective on this. Here are the nominees in alphabetical order: uh, Blippy on YouTube and also mm. on Amazon Prime. We've discovered. So, Blippi. Uh, Bluey, a little bit of a theme there, right? Familiar and, with Bluey, actually. I know. I know uh, on Disney+, Plus, maybe on other platforms, but that's where we watch it. Or Stinky and Dirty on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> is that just a description, or is that the title? Like, um, One of the characters is a garbage truck. The other one is a backhoe. I'll let you decide who is who. Tim, okay. you know who's the real backhoe? And that's Derek. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I kind of know what that means. And yes, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. All right. 
So those are the nominees, and the winner is Bluey by a mile. Uh, is okay. the best. It's this All Australian right. or maybe New Zealand. Uh, it actually has moments where the parent who's dozing off on the couch while the kids have the show on kind of sits up like that was pretty funny. Like that was kind of a funny joke they did. Like it's one of those mm. toddler shows that's actually mm. entertaining. Blippy makes me want to just jump off the highest point that yeah. I can find. And which uh, you can find one actually pretty close to you. So I could, I could. And, uh, <laughs> Stinky and Dirty is exactly. I mean, it's just a show about a couple of construction trucks just mm. doing their thing. That All feels right? racist. I don't know why it just does. <laughs> I didn't feel something at all until you said it feels that. something. <laughs> all right. So there you go. There's our first non-gaming thing of the year category and winner. Congratulations, Bluey. Your uh, mm, statue mm. Is, is in the mail. Um, so I don't know if I like, give it to Bluey. Who but... sent us this statue? What is this? <laughs> I don't know if right. deserve it. But... I'll throw it out there. Who else wants to give us a category and either ranking list or nominees and winner? However you want to do it. I only did. I only ended up with did three lists. Did anybody do as many as I think Tim and I have done the most? Well, I have two genuine lists, and then one is a snarky one. Oh, I have a snarky one for sure. Okay, Dan, let's that. start. Dan, let's start with your snarky one. Okay. Um, you know what? Let me let me just put away my sword before somebody gets hurt. Right? Before you chop your head Probably off. Probably you. Accident. Yep. Dan just killed himself on accident. Oh my god. <laughs> oh wow, my god. I can't believe we, we captured it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to butter my toast. <laughs> All right. So, uh, hold on. Let me, let me, that's, a, that's a huge piece of butter to toast. <laughs> I have my wife like throw it up in the air. <laughs> oh, she's hurting now too. Damn it. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, honey. All right. So, my snarky uh, one is um, top five movies that aren't actually Christmas movies. One through five is Die Hard because it's not a real Christmas movie. Continue. Is there more to that list? No, it's just that. Because die, die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Please. Oh, we're doing this. Oh, yeah. This yeah I, I honestly don't care. Well, it's not a about... debate. It's a bunch of dumb idiots that don't understand genres. And then um... there's the people that are smart like me. So please continue. Right. Go. Let me ask you this, Dan. How come Batman Returns didn't make your list? And why is that also a Christmas movie just like Die Hard is? I mean, it's not. Hmm. Interesting. People, Interesting. People don't understand what a Christmas movie actually means. They don't understand that it's supposed to be about Christmas. People just think because Christmas is happening or it's in the background or there's things hanging on the wall that are Christmas that it makes it a Christmas movie. That's like if you, you know watch that would actually be an interesting list though. Mm-hmm. Best movies that that are debatable whether they're actual Christmas right. movies because I well, it's like um because Home I think Alone. it's a it's a Wonderful Life is a very debatable Christmas sure. movie. Sure. Yeah. Or it's home, a, or it's home a alone, classic. Right? Oh, we watched. It. Myself. We watched uh, it's a Wonderful Life with my That's son, wonderful the, life my son and my mother-in-law and I. We all watched It's a Wonderful Life. That's a great. Like it still holds up. That's a really good movie. Of course it does. Yeah, it's great. It, but it is. I mean, it's not even. It's Christmas at barely, the end. Barely anything it, about Christmas. He shows up and he's like, oh, "I didn't kill myself." Hold on. Now you see. <laughs> Jesus. What is is that Sean Connery? Like what is No, that? that's that's Jimmy Store. It's yeah. Jimmy Store. <laughs> well, so I've only so my wife and I have only watched that movie once because she had never seen it and then we did a few years ago and she was like, That was fine. It's it I, I you know, whatever. People like yeah. it, it's fine. Um but like isn't is like the messaging or the theme of the movie or at least later on kind of about like family and together? No? Okay. I so mean it's just about family. Kind of... It's it's about your life. It's about like 
understanding the value you bring to others and how your yeah. life has an impact on those around you. So what's going on behind in the background, so to speak, is Christmas. Exactly. Only, so only it's like for the last, hard in a sense. Only for the last like 15 sure. minutes of the movie. So then, it's, then, then that's not really a Christmas movie. Either. Yeah, it's not like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, which is right. about yes. freaking Christmas. <laughs> right, exactly. Him yeah. literally becoming Santa Claus. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm all right, all right. with that. Well, I'm Dan. glad we resolved that. I'm glad we list. All right, Jeff, let's go over to your list. I hope it's better than than that last one was. Uh, yeah, I actually have five. <laughs> nice. I like the idea of awarding my favorite, so I'm going to do that because that's, that's good. That's fun. Yeah, pat, pat on the back. Right? All right, here we go. Here are the five nominees for uh, favorite TV shows from 2021 that nobody, I feel like nobody's really talked about or seen. Hmm. Um, and so by wait, nobody, on, I did, mean... Did you exclude popular ones then? No, there are some that you might have heard of, but I feel okay. like in terms of our group, the group for the podcast, which mm. is a great group, by the way, if you're listening to this and haven't joined, you should uh, join the group. <laughs> please, please like, subscribe, uh, and uh, <laughs> smash that like uh, button. <laughs> but, but in terms of that, I feel like every time I bring these shows up, it's just fucking, it's just silence. <laughs> like, it's just, I get nothing, no replies or anything. Um, and that's even in my personal life. Like, if I bring up shows, they're like, oh, what is that? I don't, okay, sure. Um, so, uh, the nominees, because we're doing it this way, the nominees are, uh, Blind Spotting. There's a TV show hmm. called Blind Spotting. It's based on the movie. Well, I mean, it's like a sequel to the movie. Um, right. it's really good and people just, it just came and went and people just didn't even notice it. Like they noticed in the movie. Um, and then we got Chad, which is, <laughs> which is a show where, uh, what's her name? Nassim Padrad. I think that's her name. Uh, she she used to be on SNL and stuff. She plays like a 15 year old boy named Chad, who's like oh from uh she's on New Girl. She plays Winston's, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, she she, was on New Girl. Some, yeah 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 yeah. That shows. Yeah. I've seen snippets. That shows weird or it looks it's, weird. It's so freaking funny. It is, is it? some of the best cringe humor ever. <laughs> uh, it's just tops. Um, but yeah, nobody talks about it. It's great. Uh, <laughs> and then I also put in here Dave because I feel like the show Dave on FX, which is on Hulu, I guess too. Um, every time I bring it up to somebody other than Kyle, it's like silence. Like I just, they're like, Dave, what is this? I don't understand. Um, and it's just, uh, about a Jewish, uh, really quirky white rapper, um, who is, uh, who's just completely absurd. And it's just, again, cringe, awkward humor for days. It's great. But it's, it's a little bit like his music <clears throat> videos, very, like his music yeah, videos are dicky, hilarious. And now they yeah. turned it and now they turned it into a show. It's I've seen a little bit of it and it is really funny. I, I've yeah. seen like I saw the, I saw the episode where he, the kid has a wooden shirt. Oh yeah. Ball. Yeah. So like, it's <laughs> yeah. just really stupid, but it's really funny. Yeah. yeah like, there's man, some really <laughs> dumb stuff. And then there's some really poignant episodes like later on. And, and yeah, it but, just yeah. all this season two, especially tells a really much longer story where it's not so episodic. And this, that's what's aired this year is season two. And uh, this one's more about how he's, he's always been kind of like selfish throughout the show. But this is him getting selfish to the point where it's damaging his relationships with everybody, even his closest friends. And it's just about him recognizing that. So there's actually an arc. It's a really good freaking season. People go watch it. It's really funny. Good um, next nominee is, I don't even know how to say it. I'm pretty sure it's Lupin. That's how the American way you would say it. But oh, it's Lupin. a French show. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, um, the anime, right? No, yeah, that's what I always think. Oh, oh, okay. No, it's like that's a heist. Why it's, it's like a heist list. show. Lupin the Third, right? It's like a. It's, it's like yeah, a Lupin the Third. third. Right? It's about like a thief. It's like a heist show. It right? is. Right, right. It is. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a heist show, and it's one of the. It's one of those really slick ones where they do like, 
I don't know what other word to use other than cute. Uh, they do like cute things where you're like, oh, that's that's really clever. Like you know the Dude, things the way that he the gets same out of vibes as uh, like Ocean's Eleven. Like it has yeah. that same charm to it. Exactly, it's just like that. And he's like a master of disguises and stuff. It's God, it's such a fun. I did show. not know there was a live action show called Lupin. I don't think yes, I literally heard. Yes, and it's very at French. All. And it's mm-hmm. starring the guy who was in the uh, the French movie, The Untouchables, which is really good. Okay. Um, Kevin Hart did a really bad remake of that it's recently. It's so French that it's in the French language. Yes. Wow. Ah, we oui, we. Oui. That's what I call French. I feel like Netflix <laughs> threw, threw quite a bunch. Kyle, I hope you have a category that's called that. <laughs> that's what I call <laughs> like French. Writing it down now. Yeah. I do have another French thing to bring up later. <laughs> does Jean Renaud do something this year? He'd be up there. <laughs> does Jean Mustard in number one? <laughs> French fry. <laughs> uh, I do feel like Netflix threw the uh, threw threw a big wallet at this uh, show because they they were filming on very famous French locations like the that glass pyramid thing. They filmed like on location there and did like a whole heist there. And I was like, what the heck? You can just do that? <laughs> it's like a no name Netflix show. Anyway, uh, the last nominee I have is Pen Fifteen. It's on Hulu. It's really really funny. I'm pretty sure I brought it up before, but it's like these two. Uh, these two ladies that are like our age, like they're like my, I'm 35. Ladies. They're like our age. <laughs> they grew up, you know, in my generation and they're playing like their 13 or 14 year old selves. Cause they can get away with it. They look really young. Hmm. And um, like Chad. Yeah. It's like Chad, but, and it's even more awkward. And they touch on things that were from that generation. Chad is like set in present day. Sure. And pen 15 is set in like the two thousands, whenever I was in middle school and high school. Okay. So it touches on like, you know, instant messenger, like all these things that like WF, like it touches on when (laughs) that was like all the business was pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, That even the name of that gives me bad. Yeah. I remember remember that, right? Sixth grade when I had no idea what this was. My mind was totally innocent. And someone was like, it was a really pretty girl who the other, the mean dudes had put up to this to see how many guys uh, she could convince to join the Pen Fifteen Club, and but she was really pretty. It was like, it's we'll just meet every day in the library after school. Like it's it's this new club, whatever it's called. But the only way to to like be part of the club is we have to write it on your arm. And I was like, okay, yeah. And yep. so she wrote it in permanent marker, that. Pen Fifteen on my arm. So I, I had the big word penis written on my no. arm. Ah, okay, I guess nice. Pen Fifteen, which was fantastic because I had short sleeves on that day. It's great. It was great. It's perfect lifestyle choice. And you actually turned it into a tattoo to own it. You owned it. And you put, and it put um, tattoos of his children's faces right around it. Right? <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> They're in the club. <laughs> You're all in the club. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny, though. I highly recommend it for people like in my generation that like grew up with that kind of like technology was like turning a corner sure. where everybody started getting cell phones and all this stuff um, in high phones. school. Um. Yeah, just I highly recommend that. Anyway, the winner would be the French show, actually, Lupin. It was just I could not stop watching it when uh, like from the first episode because it ends with a really elaborate heist there where, of course, he you know, gets away with it. And you have to he has to in order to set things in motion. Um, but it ends up being like more of a revenge tale. And uh, that's really cool. Oh. Um, but, yeah, I loved it. So um, that's it. The Lupin, Lupin, whatever the hell it's called. It's great. That's that's it. The best not, show nobody not. talks about. Especially Derek. Nice. <laughs> All right. Derek so loves Jeff, French stuff. What are you talking Jeff is going to be sending them his poop knife as their victory <laughs> trophy. Congratulations, Lupin. These French guys in their offices like, what is this? <laughs> what is this nice? I bet it originated in France. Let's be real. Is this from Camion? Something they'd have. 
Let's be honest. All right, Kyle, do you have any categories you want to share with us and give us your either nominees or rankings, however you want to do it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I just have like some basic uh, categories. So I'll just go with my first basic one, which is best album of the year. I don't talk a lot of music, but uh, my favorite album of the year is from a band called Need. Uh, they're an Ath- a band from Athens, Greece, um, but they sing in English. They're not like singing in some, you know, you know, weird non-American Latin. language. Am I right, Jeff? Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, man. Some weird non-American. <laughs> Unless it's French, you can get out of here. Um, yeah, oh. exactly. Now, uh, the the album's called, uh, excuse me, but I don't even know how to say this, but uh, Norchestrion, A Song of the End. It's just a prog rock album. It's it's awesome. It's super nice. great. If y'all like prog stuff, I highly suggest this. Uh, this, this guy's got a great voice. Um Good stuff. Give it a listen. Dream but, theater like, because you're saying it like prog. I mean, or is it yeah. is there screaming or? I mean, yeah, there some songs have yeah. some okay. guttural screaming, but it's it's more like singy singy rock. You know? Sure, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I guess Dream Theater would be a good one in terms of transitions and stuff like that. That's not okay. not a bad comparison. Yeah, that's my number one. I, I don't I don't have a whole bunch of nominations written down. Sorry, I don't I don't have it. And in... that's it. But that's your favorite. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. By the way, Derek has joined us. Welcome, Derek. Love that background. By the way. It's pretty sweet. Thanks. Yeah, it's dope. Pretty sweet. Um, we're just doing our favorite whatever of the year. So you, if you've got anything, I'll, I'll do my next one since I've got a, a bunch of extra ones. If you want to think of some category of favorite non-gaming things, whether it's movies, TV shows, whatever. Um, okay. So I'll do my uh, top bands of the year. <clears throat> and this isn't based on listening time. It's just the ones that were just my go-tos of the year. So the four bands or artists that um, were kind of my go-tos in 2021. Uh, number one was Bring Me the Horizon. Listen mm. to them a ton this year. Uh, and then a total turn to a totally different style was Dirty Loops. That kind of weird fusion jazz. Like, they're crazy, crazy yeah, good. good. And I, Thank I you love, for showing them to me. Jeez. I love that band so much. Uh, yeah. Actually, the problem with listening to them is it makes me want to go on YouTube and then watch them because they've recorded a lot of their performances because mm-hmm. it's hard to listen and not, like, see. They're so good. Um, and then uh, Sam Tynez, I think is how you say his last name, or Tynez, Tynez. But Sam's really, really good. He's got some cool acoustic stuff, as well as some really, he's done some um, team-ups with people like Tommy Prophet, the producer, and they just do some really epic. He, he did a cover this past year of <clears throat> um, that Smashing Pumpkins song that's escaping my brain for the moment. But he's done some really cool stuff. And Rock, 1979. Or was his, it a famous one? Yeah. Um, the Butterflies one. Um, oh, butterfly! Uh, uh, spite on my rage, whatever, whatever. That one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's butterflies with broken wings. It's some title that Something doesn't like make that. sense. Just... They don't. They don't sing the words. I don't think it's just the title. Spite on my rage. I'm yeah. still just yeah. rattling. He does a really cool cover of that. But anyway, Sam Tinez or Tinez. It's T I N N E S Z. He's fantastic. Highly recommend. Because I haven't heard of this dude. And then Thrice has been a long time mm. favorite. Thrice. Their, newest, yeah. their newest album. I'm so glad they're still doing. Do music. they have a new one? They do. Yes. Their newest wow. album is really good. Really, it's uh, was it Palms? No, that was the last one. I forget what it's called, but it's really good. I do too, but it is really good. I second your opinion on that. Yeah. Um. So my my favorite for the year then is those four. Um. So there's Thrice, Sam Tynez, Dirty Loops, or Bring Me the Horizon. The winner is gonna have to be Thrice. I can't Ooh. stop going back to that band. They're just my number one. Like I I like all the new stuff Bring Me the Horizon's doing. I used to kind of throw them in the corner with a ton of other kind of screamo, metalcore, whatever. And I thought some of their songs are good, but who cares? Their newest stuff has been amazing. And Sam Tynez has been a real nice surprise. Dirty Loops have like blown my mind with how good each musician can be. But 
Thrice just does it for me, man. The lyrics and the sound yeah. is just perfect. I love those guys. They're so good. So there you go. There's my top band of 2021. Derek, any non-gaming favorites you want to share? No. <laughs> what okay. about... No. How about you rank Thanks. your favorite podcast hosts from worst to best? <laughs> nope, that's a dangerous game. Ooh, yeah, I like that one. Nope. Ban him. Um, ban him now. <laughs> well, Daniel and Jeff are tied for worst. Okay. Easily. Okay. That was good. the goal. Th- thanks for agreeing with Tim to bring me on before we brought them on then. <laughs> so. Kyle, we won. Yeah, we we did it. <laughs> and then you two are tied for whatever's above them would, by only point two. You would also be last. It, it can't be a positive yeah. word. Really, the best one is Derek. Derek thinks it, Derek's is his favorite. He's Better his than worse. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Any favorite movies or shows from this past year? Uh, that's what I was trying to, while you were talking, I was trying to figure out, like, movies or music. But music, like, Tremonti had an amazing album, um, which, honestly, even though he was, like, my favorite guitar player i was kind of falling off his music even even his other bands but i gave his new album a shot and i absolutely loved it um as far as movies i just watched spider-man again it's a little bit better meaning i didn't fall asleep like the first time i watched it that's a um but it it's (laughs) still even though my two sons they give it a review of this is their review the best movie ever made um, even after two viewings of it. Oh, no, man. Still... Have they seen Avatar? Uh, oh, <laughs> you guys what? seen Avatar? <laughs> um, uh, so I liked it a little bit better, but I still think, um, I would have to say, in, unless I'm forgetting something else, Matrix Resurrections is probably my favorite movie of the year. Really? Yeah. You're not being sarcastic? Like, actually? Really? I, I, I can't think of anything else. I mean, if oh, y'all okay. want to throw out some movies real quick, I might disagree with myself but i can't i didn't it didn't seem like you liked it that much in the in the chat i guess as much as jeff uh, kyle and i but um i still don't but that that just i keep in mind and well most of you know this i don't watch a lot of movies or shows Mm. like i haven't even gotten through the witcher i saw y'all were chatting about resident evil i didn't even think about watching that even though i love resident evil same here down in the garage. Sorry, I've got my two boys with me, so I, I like how I got left out no of problem. that. Uh, uh, the Resident Evil guys of the group. It's just me and Derek. Dan says no, no mention of Kyle at I all. I mean, we, we talk Resident about Evil. it. I think Derek and I have talked about <laughs> it, it the most. <laughs> it, it, it was it was Kyle. Offensive. You and I have anime. You and I have anime. Okay? <sighs> you and I have anime. I'm leaving. All right. Um. So yeah, uh, Derek, I think that's Derek, it. Feel free if you need to like step out and then come back in like as you need to since you've got uh kids you're taking care of my mother-in-law's in town so she and my wife are on kid duty i took i took solo parenting duty while they went to this like uh mountain spa thing where they were sitting outdoor in hot tubs while it's like cold wintry outside with like the mountain views and everything i mean it looked like they had an amazing time and i was at home with all the kids not having as amazing of a time so I've earned my uh, my chance to close myself in the office. I was like 37 kids. I don't know how you do it <laughs> alone. Oh, I just, I just shame the older ones. And then the youngest, yeah. ones, I, I don't know. I make them fight for food. It works out mm. fine. Mm. <laughs> a lot of it is just. They do gladiatorial battles. A lot of it is just yeah. negotiation as they get older. Dude, this is so true. Yeah. It's, <laughs> less about, like, it's less about like work. It's more about like negotiating. That is mm. really mm. accurate. Really accurate. All right, Dan, what's another category of yours, my friend? 
Kyle, speaking of anime. Oh, no. Uh, I'm going to tune out so, for this one. So, uh, shut up. Tim, uh, to be fair, I did kind of like an all-encompassing as opposed to just this year because I pretty much predominantly just play video games. I'm not sitting here watching like 10 different new animes. So th- this is kind of just an overall all-encompassing Anime is already plural. How do I know that and you don't? Come on, man. Come on. Look at for the, guy, he's for the general for the general public that don't understand that I'm just pluralizing it so they no, understand you're a fake more fan. than one. This just endorses my Dan's a fake fan of everything he he supposedly Amen. loves. I'm, I'm going to grab my sword, and I, well, well I I'm not going to do anything because you're far sword. away. <laughs> well, I was talking about my busted sword, but anyways. Yeah, he has um, an actual so, sword. It wasn't a metaphor. This so, time, um, this time. Uh, Kyle and I soon will kind of have a discussion about this, but Dragon Ball Z rewatched the whole thing recently. I still think it's fantastic. Um, it's obviously a bit corny and like of the time, but like I love it. I don't even care. Um, Roroni Kenshin. Um, I know you're not supposed to technically like that because the creator got in trouble for. Um, well, let's uh, let's just say it. He uh, got in trouble for getting caught uh, for having uh, child pornography on his uh, uh, home computer. So, awesome. uh, yeah, it's hard. The Kyoto arc, one of the greatest arcs in anime ever. Yeah. Hard to say that, though, because yeah. of so what you just it's, said. It's kind so. of a conflicting thing. It's like, oh, <laughs> you're a monster, but like you've made, in my opinion, one of the greatest animes of all time. So that's really yeah. just troubling in my brain. Um, Naruto, the series, just as a whole, uh, it's super long and, and there's definitely a lot of like just it being drawn out, but like there's just a lot going on there, a lot of feels, a lot of great characters. If you stick with it and you're into anime i i think it's actually genuinely really good i know it's one of those things where it's like it's mainstream so people just like oh it's not that great it's like well i mean there's some great moments so i don't really care uh my hero academia also kind of one of those where it's like mainstream but i just think there's a lot of great characters great moments um the animation is fantastic it just visually looks really good um, and then five, it's kind of just like I didn't really have a specific one, so it's kind of shout out Demon Slayer, One Punch Man, Attack on Titan, um, some old school ones, Gundam Wing, G Gundam, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, um, which was like a great sort of retelling of of the original um, story. I recognize That's... almost all those, but it does sound like you're just reading a list of random words. Sure, sure. <laughs> well, here's yeah. uh, all right. Here's his one. Uh, uh, Inu Yashiki, Last Hero. What? Which is an old man. It's an old man who finds this glowy thing in a field. I think it falls from space and it basically gives him like immortality. And he basically can like he's like a robot on the inside now. Um, But then this other guy finds the same thing and he basically becomes a serial killer. And there's actually a scene where he's just murdering hundreds of people on the street and he's going bang, bang, bang. And he's just they're all just like dropping dead and like just exploding and stuff. So he's the last hero trying to protect everybody from. Yeah. So it's, it's very violent. Sounds like Jet Li's the one. It's exactly Which is far superior to any anime. Okay. All right. <laughs> I listened to your list. You shut your mouth. So that's my an- that's my anime list. <clears throat> so whoever wants to go that's next. Pretty good. Was yeah. I was I after him in the yep. rotation? Okay. All right. My next list is top five other favorite things from 2021. People like Derek would hate. <laughs> All right. So I'm just gonna there bring, go uh, <laughs> go, uh, go off these in, in order. Category. That's nice. I've actually never asked Derek if you like this or not, but uh, I'm going to throw in uh, this is where I'm going to throw in my my number five. I'm going to throw in all elite wrestling, AEW, because they've had an amazing year and they made me like wrestling again. 
I went to one of their shows last week and just had just the best time that I've had in years at a wrestling show. And I've continued to go to them, even though it's been kind of like on a down downward trend. But they've been their, getting uh, um, a lot of WWE. Event? Guys, I think right? the pay-per-view event, they called it uh, Super Spreader, something like that. Super that? Spreader, yeah. That's what they did. They called it Super Spreader and they also called it. That's what she said. That's what she said. Attend or die. Or, or yeah. wait, do I have that wrong? Attend then die. Attend then die. Yeah. That's that my sword. The slogan. That's my sword there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I had a really great time there. They've been putting on some amazing matches, which is something that doesn't really get complimented nowadays. Like, unless you watch New Japan Wrestling, which I do. Um, well, that's why they've been poaching the WWE guys, right? Because they're like, yeah. we want to do genuine wrestling. WWE of just... doesn't do wrestling anymore. They don't give a crap about it. They take breaks during wrestling matches on purpose because no, they they don't like the Vince mainly doesn't give a shit about that stuff. So... When that guy dies, maybe things will be normal. Maybe right? uh, that's you know we can only knock on wood. I guess that's terrible. But <laughs> uh, my number four is uh, not just Derek would hate this, but all of you would hate this. Uh, is Olivia Rodrigo sour? I just love that album. You guys can suck it. Uh, it's a good oh, pop wow. record. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, wow. Number three, uh, I know Kyle's seen this because I, I badgered him into it. Um, but uh, there's this magic special on Hulu. Oh, you see, uh, this is yeah, this is one of mine also. So. Oh, okay, magic yeah, Mike? cool. It's, magic it's called uh, In and of Itself, and it's by this guy Derek Delgadio. I don't know how to say his last name. Delgadio, I guess. And calling he, it a magic thing is like so. Yeah, it's not that. <laughs> it's not at all. But it's, like that's it's that's the best way to describe it. Though. It's even it's like an illu- describe, it's an illusionist but, thing that's yeah. themed around identity. Mm-hmm. It is. It's yeah. very themed around identity and what your what what your I guess uh, self defined purpose is in life uh, based on what people project on you and what you feel you should be uh, able to get away with in life. I guess. But yeah, he's like a mentalist. He's got some mentalist capabilities and stuff too, where like he can like kind of predict what people are thinking and stuff on the spot. And I, some of the stuff I'm like, how is he doing this? Uh, well, and, and some of the stuff also, whenever you talk, like, like talk about that, that mentalist stuff, like I don't like that stuff. Like I don't tune yeah, no, in to stuff like that. You know, like it's not, it's not something I'm into. Nightmare Alley like is that. all about how gross mentalism is. And yeah, <laughs> There's a reason I don't like it. <laughs> so, you know, like, it, it's just one of those things that it's like a perfect uh, uh, concoction of, like, a weird experience. I know I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. It was a very, very weird yeah. one-man special. Could you call it, like, a Broadway thing almost? Like, it, it was, because like a... it was on, like, a, on in New York City to the point yeah. where, like, it, it, word spread of how great it was. And you had, like, celebrity cameos in the freaking audience at one point where you're like, is that Bill Gates? What the hell is going on? <laughs> like, it's pretty wild how many people actually showed up to see it. And they taped it over the course of, like, I can't remember exactly how many nights. I'm pretty sure it was, like, 30 shows or something like that. And they just spliced that into a special. Um, it's just amazing. There's nothing. It's incredibly like it. moving. Yeah. yeah. Um, moving. That's something that Derek wouldn't like. Uh, all right. So number yes. two. <laughs> Motions. Emotions. Number two is Bo Burnham Inside. Mm. Derek, yeah. I hate this. Well, he's so cool. Yep, he is. He's really funny, and it's <laughs> it's kind of a musical, more or less. But the music's actually like it's really hard to describe. It's um, it's funny. I mean, it's funny, but it's also it, I don't know, man. It's really hard to describe the music. I mean, there's some synth elements to it. You could describe some of them as poppy. Uh, it, some of them are just absurd. Like the Jeff Bezos songs are just so so stupid. Yeah. Um, and random too. They come out of nowhere in the middle of the, in the special. Um, but it just, uh, it was like the perfect, um, you know, whatever metaphor experience, uh, 
on camera that could replicate what everybody's kind of been going through since I mean, didn't he kind of early start 2020 with filming himself at home doing YouTube stuff at the very beginning anyway? Wasn't he that did. He was doing Vine and stuff like that. But this is like fully edited. Like it's yeah. <laughs> it feels like it's just like, one like he had a he had a camera. crew producing this for him, right? No, tell. he did all of it himself. No, but it did. looks like a, yeah. but it looks like a crew did it. It's so professional. He's really <laughs> he's really skilled. Well, yeah, yeah, it's I don't get how he's capable of doing this. Anyway, my number one is uh, not just exclusive to 2021. It's crying at movies. I do it a lot and I love it. And people like Derek would not like it. Der- so. Do you hear that, Derek? <laughs> That's fair. Tears. It's moving. Emotions. Feeling things. If you guys are crying, I'm sleeping. That's <laughs> well, you've done that on camera. So, <laughs> You know what? I cry at games too, but movies it just happens more often because I, you know, watch like 200 of them a year or whatever, or 400. Derek and I have had that conversation about crying in games. I can't think of a game that I cried in. I'm sure there have been some that have gotten me feeling emotional. I just had one happen last month, and it was the blinking one. I'll cry in like maybe like I don't know. I'm a big baby. It was the blinking (laughs) one for me that did it. The um, uh, you know, the before your eyes one. Oh, sorry. Didn't win the uh. And I was just a mess during that. Derek, I thought you were walking out, so I muted you but you're back, so you can unmute. All right. Um, Just keep it or you can stay muted, whatever you want to do. Um, <laughs> Kyle. What is um, I'll next? rattle off, too, because uh, Jeff just did one of mine. The, the thing nobody watched, uh, in and of itself, it's on Hulu. It's fun. It's not even fun. It's actually it's soul-crushingly like uh, existential, so uh, okay. give, give, it a, give it a go. Uh, I, I think I, I have to stay on brand here. I have to do best Star Wars thing this year. There you go. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, you bad go. Batch. Everyone should be watching it. It's like Republic Commando, the TV show. You know, like the game that we all love. By the Uh, way, speaking of which, because I wanted to watch that show, and I know that I need to finish, like, the Clone Wars, or at least the Essentials. I noticed on Disney Plus they actually have the Essential episodes as, like, a playlist almost. If you go under Star Wars and the Disney Plus app, and and you scroll down under Clone Wars, it'll actually have the Essential episodes there for you now. Who selected those, and are those actually the essential so ones? So I think I those are like 20 episodes chosen to get you ready for season seven, and it's a pretty right. good list. It's a pretty which good I think list. Is, of... I think it's cool. That's kind of what I've been wanting. So I think I'm going to yeah. go through that, and then I'll watch the final season, which I've heard is great. And then bat- I, I can't wait to watch Rebels. A, that's a really good way to get into it. Uh, Rebels also ties into the show, but like it's less important. Uh, you can you. get to that later. You know. Uh, so yeah, Bad Batch for sure. Also, uh, as a runners-up, uh, just all of them feels that uh, uh, that trailer from the uh, Game Awards brought. Um, or what is what is that? The Quantic Some, Dream uh, one? Eclipse, yeah, Eclipse, yeah. yeah. Uh, boy, looks... boy, howdy! Uh, every, everyone's gonna get a really cool look into a, a, a side of Star Wars uh, people aren't exposed to yet because no yeah. one's reading these books. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I remember uh, several months back when we. Sorry, there's a loud motorcycle. Several months back, we talked about the rumor that not only are they working on this game, but that it's going to be more action-oriented than other games. <clears throat> Who knows if that's going to turn out to be true? Even if it turns out to be a game that's a lot like Detroit, and but it's in the Star Wars universe, and it looks as amazing as we've already seen that the teaser looks. I mean, I don't care. It, it's okay with me if it's mostly story-based. You make decisions. There's some quick-time events. I would probably still love it. Like, I don't need it to be an action game for it to be great, as long as it's excellent. And, like, Detroit was an incredible game. So, and it didn't need to be an action game, and it wasn't. 
So, just anyway. roaming around some Star Wars town, just like interacting with all sorts of different alien races. Just that yeah. alone seems really cool in, in a quantic dream type uh, fashion, you know? It could be one long cantina scene where you can go up to everybody <laughs> yeah. and like talk to people and spin right. off into your own stories, yeah. and I'd be totally into that. Yeah. All right, guys. So, my next category is top podcasts, of course, outside of ours. Top oh, podcasts yeah. that <laughs> current gen. So, this is in my personal preference listening. So here are the three that came to mind first. And I also looked at my podcast list, what I've listened to the most. Um, so number one, actually not even number one, the first one is Business Wars. These are in alphabetical order. Um, biz, I'll tell you about it in a second. Uh, Nate Land and the Tim Hawkins podcast. So Business Wars is essentially exactly what it sounds like. It'll go through you know, Coke versus Pepsi. It goes all the way back to the beginning of how which one started first and then when the when the competitor picked it up and and how they... Uh, went back and forth over the years and all of a sudden diet coke was a thing and pepsi was like we need diet pepsi so that became a thing so Mm. just the it it does the back and forth and it's usually uh five or six episodes per uh war i think netflix versus um blockbuster was one of their best ones i also think that the wcw versus wwf was a really good one um there's a lot of really good ones there's oh uh anheuser-busch versus miller i think it was that was a great one too so there's just some really, really good business wars in there. Nate Land is the comedian Nate Bargatze and then two of his buddies He's great. Uh, that all live in the Tennessee area. And um, I love his style of humor. I think his dry, sarcastic delivery is just so on point for my style of humor. I love it. He he rarely even cracks a smile on stage a little bit. But I mean, I just think he's I just think he's great. And so their podcast is literally three guys who don't know a lot about stuff. They'll pick a topic and they'll do a deep dive on it. And they don't know nice. what they're talking. They'll look stuff up on Wikipedia, and it's just they're sitting around talking, and they don't know what that. they're really saying. It's really funny. And then they read notes from people who are frustrated listeners who write in like, "Oh, you're so wrong about this." They're like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are." We're wrong. That about sounds this. like um, Bill Burr had a. It was back on um, satellite. Uh, what was it? Satellite radio. It was Bill Burr and uh, I forget the other comedian's name, but it was called the um, unin- uh, was it Uninformed podcast. It was it was years ago. Oh, Hold on. Okay. Informed. Let me look it up. Was it with the guy he does the football one with now? Um, no. Uh, Joe DeRosa. There we go. It was Joe on DeRosa. the tip of my tongue. Yeah. He, he's not as he's not as big. Um, no. But he's like a local guy, I think. Yeah. Uh, like Bill, just obviously Bill's way more popular. But yeah, they, it was on um, it was on satellite radio. They had a podcast. It was called Uninformed. It was basically them just trying. They they would try to do like a serious topic and be like, yeah, and just say stuff. And it's like they. You know, Bill, he's just things just come out of his mouth. He doesn't know what he's talking about. So. Yep, I love it. So Business Wars and then Tim Hawkins podcast. Tim Hawkins is another comedian, lesser known. He's more in the like Christian and conservative circles. A lot of folks wouldn't know who he is. I think he's he's had some really great parodies you might have heard, like the Chick-fil-A song and stuff like that. But um, anyway, his his comedy is not going to be for everybody. I, I think he's pretty funny, but his podcast is great. It's him and his wife and his daughter and her husband. So it's like the four of them, just family just being goofs and they're just talk- it's just family talk and so since i'm already kind of a fan of his i like that show a lot but for me the number one winner is and it's not even close is nate land i think the nate land podcast is amazing and i love mm-hmm. nate Bargatze, so highly recommend you go check out nate land so there you go there's my top podcasts of 2021 um all right i've got essentially two categories left because one is split up into a couple different groups of movies mm-hmm. but Anybody who has another one left? Dan, you got another one? I could actually wing a uh, a second one as uh, two. I have one more, but I could do another okay. one. 
right. So Dan, you can pretty much go ahead. I just like had food. Like so, I, I know Dude. we've done like uh, we've done burgers before. Derek, Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do um, it. On. Which speaking of burgers, uh, pretty much my favorite food just is like just a nice like bacon cheeseburger. Maybe some like crispy onions on it with like barbecue sauce um, and some fries. Just oh, just boy. those two things together. That. And it's yeah. like that's the, just the best. Perfect. Yeah. Perfection. Um, steak. Just really I don't have a particular cut really that I'm like, oh, I love this one way more. Just like a nice like nice cooked tender steak. Um, yeah. That was my Christmas see- uh, Christmas Eve dinner. And I was like, nice. I haven't had one of these in like a year. This is- I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very often, right? Yeah. Like, uh, Dude, one of like the best steaks I've seen, like it looks like it's good, was the one that uh, Joe Pantoliano's character from the original Matrix was eating. Oh my God. When he cuts it, yes, I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He takes that God. bite. It always makes me want steak. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That moment. Actually, in Resurrection, there's a moment when Keanu also takes a quick, yeah. there's a quick flash of him eating the oh, steak. Yeah. But, yep. Yep. Oh, Do we man. have a deal? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, just nicely seasoned, you know, you it just with food, people sometimes forget to season or like maybe you just season way too much. Like you just got to get it just right. And it's just all perfect and just works together. Uh, buffalo chicken pizza. But but the chicken has to be crispy. That's a must. All get right. your get all your right. grilled chicken bull crap out of here. All right. Crispy chicken only. OK, thank you. Um, I mean, most Italian food. Right. I mean, can, can anyone name bad Italian food? Like, just in general, calzones. Yeah, all the all the all right, all right, here man. in Colorado is bad. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I mean, like chicken parm. I, I'm a big fan of, or like uh, lasagna. I love lasagna. Just a big. I love big a good fan. lasagna. Yeah, lots of meat in between those. Italian was actually my Christmas night dinner. That was. Oh, they, uh, we had like a pepperoni. Um, it was like pizza was on top of it, but it was like a casserole. It had like. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, so it was a like pizza casserole. Yeah, basically. It was really good. So basically, Jeff and I ate the same things New Year's <laughs> Eve or Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. <laughs> nice. That's so wild. That's cute. That's cute. I got are we the same a... person? Is this oh, our multiverse situation? <laughs> I'm just like a Christmas. ridiculously better looking version of you. Okay. Probably. Oh, wow. And so way which... more humble. Which, yeah. Wow, you're the most <laughs> humble person <laughs> I've ever met. I wasn't aware you even knew what that word was. That's I, <laughs> hashtag hashtag Dan, Dan, any more foods before we go to see if Derek uh, got on your list? You know what? Just cookout food. I, I, uh, I'm really just a big fan of meat. Just give me yeah. some meat, you know? Like yeah, some, I know you. Some know brisket. You. Yeah, I was going to say, you something in there. Yeah, there we're buddy. all getting there together. I, I like it, putting it anime and meat. It. We all know what you need to come out of. Buddy. You know what I like about a good cookout? <laughs> when someone out. does like the kebabs and they put like the yes. aluminum foil down and they grill those kebabs on there. Yes, yes. Or mm. even corn on the cob on a grill. Pretty fantastic. See, I, I like corn. corn. Is but as I've gotten older, I'm kind of like corn in the cob is kind of like a nuisance to me because it just gets in my teeth and it's like I'm just annoyed. Like I want the corn off of the cob. I don't even care. Just yeah, get, you're getting I older. I love it. I love yeah. the grumpy oldness. It's great. Yeah. It's good stuff. Derek, you got any other top lists from this past year? No. No. Also, Derek talking to me about meat. All right, go talk to your boyfriend, Sasan. All right. <laughs> All right, Jeff, what do you got? Guy. Meat. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> movies that hold on. Dang it! I just clicked my VPN. Okay, I'm still here. Doesn't want anybody to know he's <clears throat> Movies, uh, <laughs> movies that I feel like not, not a lot of people have talked about or seen. Um, Again, number is five. This, are you excluding any, or you're just saying you don't think people have heard of your? Favorite? I just don't. I feel like these movies came and went, um, especially in our group or 
in the internet as a whole, like on film Twitter and stuff. People, the okay. snobs on Twitter that don't talk about these I'm just movies. Making sure, are you just saying these are my five favorite movies no matter what? Or are you no, no. I'm I excluded things movies. like Dune because we've okay. talked about Dune. I love Dune. We know I got it. you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you? Uh, I wasn't aware. Yes, I liked it a little bit. And Matrix, I excluded that. Um, so um, number five uh, came and went. It was Wrath of Man. This is a Guy Ritchie movie with so Jason good. Statham. Oh. And it was just one of the most stressful experiences since Sicario that I've had in a movie theater. Mm. And uh, it's such a great thriller. It's so good. Wrath of Man. All right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Guy Ritchie through it? and through. It's so Guy Ritchie. Uh, it Josh is. Hartnett, uh, Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett, yeah. His, uh, what, what's his face from Mindhunter? Oh, it's on uh, Prime yep. Video. Nice. Is it? Oh, cool. I want to watch that again. It's so good. Ugh. I actually think I bought it's it. It's a man's Voodoo. movie. Like, it's a man's man movie. Oh, it like, is. They're, they're calling each other all sorts of names that are yeah. just not PC these days. So. <laughs> there's a, I think there's a sale on Voodoo like there is, you know, almost every week, it feels like. But there's an end of year sale right now. And I bought this one uh, for 2021 movies, I should say. And I bought this one for like $5.99 uh, at 4K quality. So, I mean. I should correct that. It is actually, that's false advertising, Amazon. It's available for rent or purchase on Amazon. Oh, okay. I was going to say, Jerks. Amazon does that a lot where they make you think it's in your <clears throat> library because it's free through their it's really enjoyable, but it's though. not. That's a ripoff. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, this is really enjoyable. My brother was the only one that came back at me and was like, it's just a little over-the-top serious. And I'm like, yeah, that's, it's supposed to be like a yeah. dude bro action movie dude it's such a dude bro action movie i felt like i needed a drive to the wreck and take a shower like just post to... malone oh my god <laughs> the stuff that happens in post malone is so freaking funny okay yeah you got it yeah you gotta watch that movie it's so good uh <laughs> my number four is the most jewish movie i've ever seen in my life uh so it's called uh shiva baby and it's about this girl who's like 20 something and she has to go to some type of jewish ceremonial thing where there's a bunch of family there and friends and uh, she's she's in a relationship with this married guy who just had a baby. And they're there. Like, the married couple and their baby are there. Okay. So all those, all those circumstances, there's a lot of, there's actually, it's a comedy, kind of. Um, but imagine it shot and scored like a horror movie. And that's what this movie is. <laughs> so, like, this, it's, like, really intense, like, a horror movie. It's really cool um, and funny. Um, so number three is uh, Coda. I think I brought this up before on here. It's on Apple TV Plus Max minus whatever the hell they call their service. Uh, it's Coda stands for child child or children of deaf adults, and uh, this movie is from perspective of a of a of the daughter of deaf parents and her brother's deaf too. And I just I just never seen a movie like that um, from that perspective. About this one. Yep. Yeah, this one's really good. Uh, lots of heart and hey. Hey, I felt stuff in this movie. Hmm. Um, That's okay, so, Derek. Don't tell Derek. So Derek, you know, you're going to love this one. Um, yeah. So number two is Riders of Justice. I think I convinced Kyle to watch this one, too. And it wasn't that hard to convince him because Mads Mikkelsen is the lead role. Yeah, uh, it, it took no convincing. Yeah. <laughs> but this felt like a Danish Guy Ritchie movie because yeah. there's a lot of really, like, kind of uh, quick-witted humor that's kind of dark and... Uh, it's about Mads Mikkelsen's wife uh, died in like a train wreck, or did she? Did he have a kid too? Yeah, the kid was there, but the wife's the one that died. The wife's the one that died. Yeah. Um, it died in like a train, a crazy train crash, and um, there is one character in the movie who is like a guy who does like deductions and predicts the probability of things, and he's like, that train wreck was on purpose and deliberate because there was a uh, 
there was like a witness to a you know a mafia or whatever. Like he was there was like a witness. He was gonna rat out the mafia, and the mafia got to him first, and your wife was collateral damage. So hmm. this guy goes and talks to Mads Mikkelsen and convinces him to do like a revenge uh, trail and bl- right. man. He murders so many people. (laughs) It's so good. So much Mads murdering. Uh, So much Mads murdering. (laughs) It's so good, but it's about so much more than that, though. It's yeah. That's that's why it's some really poignant stuff with like the father daughter relationship because he's like a killing machine. He's not really a father figure, and like the movie really explores that. And he has no idea how to bond with her at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's really great. And uh, my number one is a French thing. It's uh, (laughs) I don't even know how to say it. Titane. Titane. Uh, or it's about a girl who's impregnated by a car. Yep, it's a real thing. It's a movie. <laughs> I remember you were joking about this. This yeah. is for real. Your favorite of yep. the things that people haven't watched. Oh my god. Yeah, I, people that haven't yeah watched or seen it's a sure. There's more to it than that. Like that's part of it, and that kind of it kind of ends up driving her to go on the run. Are you I sure guess. you weren't just really high and watched Titanic and thought you saw something very different? <laughs> I'm positive. Okay. All right. The writer was All probably right. high of the movie. Uh, so, <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. Tell us um, about the birds like, she's and the also, cars. There's also like a B and C story <laughs> where like she's a serial killer yeah. in the movie. Um, and she is uh, on the run because she kind of like got sloppy at like one house. She went to go. Like, go there's actually a pretty funny scene. It's dark, but it's funny where she like <laughs> she kills somebody. And then more people keep coming up from downstairs. And she's like. Oh my god, how many people are here? So she has to like kill everybody. <laughs> Killing all of them? She's almost yeah, exactly. annoyed. She's like, guys. This is ridiculous. Uh, I'm trying to get home. Yeah, exactly. So she goes on the run, and then she discovers that there's like this missing child that uh, went missing like 15 years ago or whatever. It was a boy. And uh, she was like, uh, well, if I cut my hair and look really shitty, then I can kind of pull off looking like an older version of this boy. So she, that's where she goes into hiding. So there's like a... It takes a lot of turns, man. It's a freaking bananas movie. All right. uh, and I love it. Not for everybody, but I loved it. That's fair. All right. Well, my next category is top streaming services. Uh, I'm going to yes. go with three nominees. There's a lot of them out there, but there's three main ones that have done it for me this past year. HBO Max, Disney Plus, and Netflix are the ones HBO that have Max, given me they've given me the most entertainment. Bang for the buck. Totally worth staying, staying subscribed to all year. But as far as my top, top one, if I had to pick one, I'm going to have to go Netflix. And that's mainly because of the last few months of this year. And you'll, I'll talk about my top TV shows in just a minute as to why I think that is uh, over the last couple months of the year. It was Disney Plus probably up to that point, although HBO Max got, allowed me to see a whole bunch of new movies I probably wouldn't have seen for a while. Uh, right. I love I that they, <laughs> they had the day and date uh, of a lot of really cool stuff. Um, but, yeah, but those are my top three there. Kyle, you got any uh, other categories? Yeah, I got a couple movie ones, and I'll just be really quick about them. My favorite thing that wasn't Matrix or Dune... Uh, there you go. That's the whole category. I love uh, it. I love the it. Green Knight. Um, oh, I yeah. think I think a lot of people are gonna hate this movie. I think it's great. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I love, it. I love uh, it so much. My my most underrated movie of the year that ha- probably has no right being as good as it is. Candyman. Got no right being mm. as good as it is. Yeah. Super great horror movie. Got Morpheus in it, right? Got Morpheus in it. Yeah. Oh, New Morpheus. Yeah. 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 Give that's... it a look. Good stuff. All right. Nice. Nice. All right. Uh, Dan, do you have any more? No, that was it. That was it for me. Uh, Jeff, you got any more? Yeah, I can swing uh, a, like a favorite podcast for the year. Um, I'm just scrolling I've through got, Spotify. I've got two more. So let me, let me do one and then you can. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite TV shows of the year kind of attached to the top streaming services. 
This was a tough one. There's a lot of good TV shows out this oh, year. You're telling me, dude. <laughs> um, a lot of good second seasons for shows like Ted Lasso and The Witcher. I thought both had great second seasons, um, but they're not quite the very top top for me personally, um, even though I really enjoyed them a lot. Um, so for me, the top four are. So here's the here's the four, and I'll tell you which one I like the most: uh, Arcane, Loki, mm. Mayor of Easttown, and Midnight Mass were my favorite. Those are like take out Arcane, and that's my top five of the year. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Seriously. to Arcane, obviously. Like Jesus, man. Yeah. Uh, Mayor yeah. of Easttown is still like the TV show that's looming over me that I have to get to. It's amazing, I can, like, dude. My list. I not forgot about is, that one. Yeah. Not, not only is the writing amazing and the performances are all really great, but Kate Winslet. She's good in everything she's in. Everyone knows of that. Course, she's yeah, always a yeah, actress. But she took that very specific, hard-to-nail-down Delco accent that if you're not from that area of Pennsylvania, you might not rec- – or if you don't have family from there, you might not recognize it. They murdered it, my but, dearder, yeah. But there's there's very <laughs> certain words. like that? It's my daughter. It's yeah. like that stuff like that. You say, like, daughter. Instead of daughter, you'll say, like, daughter. Or, like, hey, did you leave the water on? Like water, like it's these little phrases that, and it's not consistent. It's not like everything that sounds like mm-hmm. ah now has a u sound. It's not consistent. Yeah. So Evan Peters is in it, and he's not from there, so he's like it doesn't sound like that at all. So right. they, I mean, they, she she's British, and she totally nailed this accent. She did yeah. say it was one of the hardest accents to to get, but she did it. So uh, and, the only show, I, yeah. So remove Arcane, replace it with Squid Game. That's my top five. That's my actual top five. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so as far as for me, for my favorite, I mean, this is a really tough mm. one. I thought all those shows were fantastic. Yeah, dude. I got to go with Arcane. Like that, that's one of the only ones I want to watch and rewatch and tell everyone about and make everyone watch. It made me want to go and find out, like, are there any other shows or games I can dig into in this world? Like, I want this so bad. It's one of those. It's one of those very rare shows that just <clears throat> it sticks with you and you're almost annoyed that there's not more somewhere. Yeah, I, I'm super annoyed that we have to wait like at least two years for the yeah. next season. Probably, <laughs> yeah. No, because they, they officially said not, there's not going to be any in 2022, right? Yeah, yeah no, I think it, so. Th- that that um kind of animation, like how detailed it is and just mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, it's just it's a lot. Gonna, probably takes a hot second. Yeah. Loki yeah. was really great, surprisingly good. I didn't think yes. I'd like it as much as I did. It's my favorite of the Marvel shows so far. Yeah. I agree. This year too, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, uh, I just thought Midnight Mass was brilliant. I love that it's a limited series. I know that um, the creator is probably going to make more stuff, but I don't want him to make like a season two Midnight Mass. Like I don't want that. I want. No, yes, he he's going to love it. Yeah, he, he already refuses. filmed he another see, another thing where it's like at a old folks' home and they're being haunted or whatever. That's like a totally different show. Love it. And they're already doing filming a different show from that I, right I now, and it. it's all different. And <laughs> I love show. that. Yeah. Great show, but I got to go with... Gotta Dude go never with stops Arcane. working. <laughs> got to go with Arcane. All right, Jeff, what are your top podcasts of the year before we wrap this up? Uh, podcast, this is like in no order, but uh, I love uh, The Office, so I listen to Office Ladies. I love that podcast. Mm. Um, yeah. It literally just, every episode is a new episode, or uh, it covers an episode of the show in order, um, and they're just going scene by scene, and they were there, so, I mean, they're giving right. you all the Easter eggs from being on set. Uh, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. He's just one of my favorite personalities, period. Yeah. Um, he's just a genius, and um, and some of the guests he has on, it's just like, oh, I've been dying. Like him and Quentin Tarantino was like two weeks ago, and I was like, oh, I've been dying to hear them have a conversation. And the way he mocks his staff and his assistant is hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny, and yeah. she he is. gives it back to him she does every single him. time. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah he'll so say funny. things like how mad he is that she's pre- when she was pregnant before she had her babies. Yeah. <laughs> I guess she's having twins. It's just like she's like, you seem like you're mad that I'm pregnant. He's like, I am mad because I I just want to know for sure that. I'm still going to be the most important thing to you after they're born. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, uh, he's so funny. 
I love that. I freaking love that. Uh, that dynamic. Kidman, um, oh, what's that dude that's just very straight faced? Um, the one that's super pretentious. He's like the executive producer or something, but he does like skits with them every once in a while. Um, is it Jordan something? Jordan Schlansky? Schlansky? Yeah. yeah. Dude, he's he's never on the podcast, but yeah, he's like, he's been on the show t- a yeah, ton. Yeah, yeah. And okay. Conan always jokes like, I still have no idea what you do here. <laughs> like you just show up and you have horrible I, opinions. And yeah, some of my favorite day. Conan things are just like him just with that dude. Because yeah. that, that dude is like a robot. Just and they go. I love the he he. I highly recommend his show Conan Without Borders. I think he even went out of the country with that guy. Yeah, they went to Italy. I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he's like just being insufferable like the entire yeah. time. It's so yeah. funny. It is. Um. Yeah. So uh, smart list with uh, where it's Jason Bateman and uh, Will Arnett and Will. What's the other guy's name? Sean Hayes. And there's there the conceit is. One of them brings on a celebrity guest and doesn't tell everybody. So they kind of have to interview. And that's, uh, I mean, I feel like that's BS. They probably tell each other. Um, but uh, they get some really good guests on. And, I mean, they're like A-list celebrities that they have on. So it's 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 entertaining. And, and Jason uh, Jason Bateman, like all three of them are just bickering with each other uh, sometimes um, between questions. It's really funny. Um, and uh, last one I want to mention. Oh, this one's kind of new. Always Sunny podcast. They're doing the same oh. thing Office Ladies is doing, and oh, are they? there's no structure at all. They're just, it's just <laughs> basically the same thing as Always Sunny, where they're just bantering, and it's stupid. It's like some of the dumbest stuff. It's so funny. Um, and Song Exploder is the last one I wanted to mention. That's, um, I think there's even a show on Netflix where it's like half an hour per episode or whatever, but it's just this one guy takes these songwriters of famous songs and they're not like current like 2021 songs they're not always current songs like he just did an episode with danny elfman about uh what's this from nightmare before christmas and asked them how he came up with that song and and then they play he gets demos of the songs like the the original tracks from when the writer wrote them and he asked them take you know take me through how you came up with these and that's just as a songwriter i'm just like super fascinated by all that stuff so i like that a lot yeah And it's short. It's like 20 minutes. That's a funny picture up today. For You said it's always sunny. Reminded me of that picture you had up today. The box office looked like this this weekend. And it had Rob McElhaney's character dressed up like Matrix. And then Dan with <laughs> Spider-Man yes. costume. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it's actually, yeah, it's pretty spot on. It's I mean. exactly what it was. Unfortunately, Matrix didn't do so hot. That's all right. Sing no? 2 surpassed uh, it, unfortunately. Well, uh, are you kidding me? Yeah. It, it's tough when you oh, put it streaming. Yeah, yeah. Sing, yeah. You put it on it's streaming on HBO. Yeah. It's on HBO. It's going to hurt it. I just, I'm, I, I'm not going to go see it in the theaters. Yeah. I did. Really, I really want we'll there to be that. another one. I really want there to be another one. I'm with you, Derek, because I feel like with uh, Sing 2, my kids actually are going to make us. We're going to have to take them, I think, on Tuesday. We're taking them to go see it. Yeah. Um, you really want to see it. If that had been on Disney Plus or whatever, like if it had been something else, we totally would have sure. just watched mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But it's fair. Anyway, speaking of movies with my kids, uh, here's my top movies with my kids this year. Nice. Uh, here's the five that I had selected. I hope Encanto's up there. It better be racist. It, yeah, Encanto, <laughs> um, Free Guy, R- Raya or Raya and the Last Dragon. Not sure how to pronounce that, honestly. Raya and the Last Dragon. I think it's Raya. Um, Ron's Gone Wrong, which is on Disney Plus. Oh, that's a fun home. movie. It's hilarious. I highly recommend it. And then The Mitchells vs. Machines on Netflix. Dude, that movie is way too good. Like it's. So, and, and Conte has the best music. Is. Free Guy has all the Ryan Reynolds you could want, and I, I love it. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Raid and the Last Dragon is pretty epic. I highly recommend that movie. 
Ron's Gone Wrong is is hilarious. It has no business being that funny. It kind of I thought it was gonna be a low budget Who Cares movie, but it's actually really yeah. clever and sweet. Dude, I saw the trailer and I said that's the dumbest trailer I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, it's a your you, kids can have robot friends, but this yes. one's broken and that's the whole movie. I was yep. like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Dude, my kids were laughing so hard, and so was I. Yeah. To be honest, we were laughing really hard at this. It was movie. funny. It was funny. Um, yeah. But my favorite had to be the Mitchells versus Machines. I thought not only was yeah. the story really good and it was very sweet. And it's very funny. Um, but dude, that animation, talk about animation being good. Mm-hmm. That animation was so fantastic. It was yeah, really, dude. really good. So I love the movie Mission. is stunning. I think that was like one of the first ones I watched on my new TV. Oh, and I was nice. like, look at these freaking colors, dude. It's yeah. It's kind of told <laughs> from the perspective movie. of the uh, teenage daughter who's getting ready to head off to college, and she's she's a bit of a um kind of a short film director sort of and she has a very yeah. unique personality and sense of humor and so everything that's happening kind of has her editing on it and it's it's just really funny it's just really well done um my top guilty pleasure movies these are movies that i know a lot of people hate and i don't care and, oh and I, whether it's critics or other people here we go um here's my here's my top three no particular order no winner really here's my three that i really loved and i don't care if you hated them uh godzilla versus kong i loved it well that movie and i know I know a lot of people hated it, but I yep. loved it. That kicked ass. Guilt-free. Yeah, yeah, enjoy that guilt-free, too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I Red wanted Notice. a giant lizard fighting a giant ape, and that's what I got. So That's it. Yes. Uh, Red yeah, Notice absolutely. with Ryan Reynolds and The Rock and Gal Gadot. Gadot, how do you say her name? Uh, Whatever you listen. say, Tim. I'm glad you like it. Red, <laughs> Red wow. Notice was a lot of fun. And I, I didn't think I, I didn't, I don't think I had as much fun with it until I watched it with my 14-year-old. Then I remembered, like, oh, this is what it's like uh, watching a movie you know, with my dad when I was a kid, like it had that sure. same mm-hmm. vibe to it. And so I really loved it. Um, and then, oops, I think I turned down my volume. Um, and then last one is Mortal Kombat, which I know. Oh, got yeah. Yeah. By a lot of <laughs> that people. is definitely a guilty pleasure one for me, too. Yeah. yeah. There are I, a lot of very dumb moments in that movie. Oh, yeah. I still thought it was really Super enjoyable. dumb. Yeah, well, I, I know that it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Derek and Dan and I talked about that movie after it came out, and I think in general we all were like, "That was really fun. We loved this." It movie. was. I mean, yeah. Mortal Kombat. The games aren't like I the know. most amazing, <laughs> like groundbreaking, like writing and just anything, you know. No. So, yeah. Really yeah. questionable choice to make it pre-tournament. Like the entire movie's no. pre-tournament. Well, questionable choice to have that main character at all. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, everything else was great. <laughs> yeah, I think they wanted to be different and they wanted to almost do like a Mortal Kombat 0 sort of thing. Right. So like, oh, you yeah. know, pre- well in a good way that you give a passenger through a story. You guys are already thinking sure. about it way more than I did. I thought Yeah, it was- it's, it's true though. I mean, that's why it's <laughs> um, a guilty I mean, they could have named that you go, new character. Okay, there's some bad stuff in that, but it was still fun. So. I thought named, it was great. Yeah. They could have yeah. named him Chad. Like who cares? Like it's just a normal Yeah, was Chad. Nassim Pedrad as a dude. Yeah, that's and then uh, my favorite movies that I definitely had to watch alone, like my wife was not interested and my kids won't watch them with me because it's still too much. Maybe my oldest son could, but so here, though, here are those. Uh, it's going to be between Matrix Resurrection, which I just watched over the weekend. Sweet. Uh, the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. You can't watch that. With yeah, uh, no, definitely not. Nobody. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Bob yeah. uh, the Harder They Fall. Yep. And I was going to include stuff like Dune, but that's not fair. My, I think my wife and my younger kids probably could watch Dune, so I'll leave Dune off there. So those are the four kind of, yeah. you know, like harder movies. Oh, and uh, I forgot this one, Judas and the Black Messiah. So those are the ones that are oh, like dude, that movie. tougher. They're tougher oh. ones to watch with family, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's too good. Um, but as far as my personal favorite out of all those, I, I got to go with Nobody. I think it was yeah. just my favorite uh, out of those harder, like, did, R whatever movies. Did I you watch that at home? 
I did. I know. I so, wish I could have seen it in theater. After that was my first time back in the theater since like Tenet, I think. Yeah. So imagine my joy seeing that type of action. Yeah. John Wick action. It's like a little slower John Wick choreography, basically. But it is John Wick-ish. It is. And yeah. like just, I was just so freaking pumped after seeing that movie, dude. That that action was just unreal. Um, yep. Yeah, that was one of my favorite theater experiences of the year for sure. Yep. So those Dang, I should have done theater experiences. <laughs> theater experiences? Do it go. now. Do it now, Jeff. Oh, okay. No Way Home. Nobody. Wrath of Man. The harder they fall. I can't. Okay. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> got it. Maybe Dune. Maybe Dune. Okay, good. That was just really cool to be in. But these are just the... movies, not like things you did in the theater, like making out with a random person who I'm pretty sure was a girl. Like, no, was... no. Pretty okay. sure. Pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. <laughs> it's dark 60, in there, guys. 65% yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I go to movies to watch them. People that go there. Razors to... cut, cut stubble down really close these days. All right. It's hard to say. <laughs> Um, hey man, there's nothing wrong with that, okay? Yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with it. I'm here for it. Uh, actually, I'm not. I'm not here for it. Other people are here for it. Um, okay, so let's talk about <laughs> here for them for being for it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk about the Matrix Resurrection. Speaking of that, so we're. Yeah. By the way, that, that closes out our non-gaming things of the year. Thank you guys for participating. I know it's silly. Who cares? NG but toadies. It's fun to look back at. Yeah, the NG toadies. It's fun to look back at um, <laughs> this past year. <laughs> Non-gaming things of the year, NG Toadies. Next week, it'll sure. be a much more structured. Here's the category. Here's our sure. thoughts. Let's rank lists. Our, let's pick our personal lists yeah. and um, and all that good stuff. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, but for now, let's talk about stuff we're watching before we do anything else. we got a few headlines, a handful, not too many, and some things that we're playing. But since there's been no major game releases since we last chatted, um, we're going to recap a few things we've been playing. But I want to make sure before Dan has to go that we talk the Matrix is it resurrection or resurrections? Resurrections. Plural. I mean, two people got revived. So there are, yeah, there are multiple resurrections, Tim. Wow, super spoilers. It's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Watch one trailer, I guess. But you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna um, say. Uh, but yeah, I, obviously. Multiple erections. I can tell you. I can confirm that. Story spoilers there. I mean, we'll tell you the title, which you should already be able to see for yourself and not get upset about. Um, um, but uh, Matrix Resurrections. Um, which I just watched on HBO. I didn't watch it on, uh, you know, a big theater screen, which I'm sure looks amazing. But it I was does. able to. I was able to. I was sitting at my desk and watched it on my pretty decent monitor. I thought it looked and sound. I had headphones in. I thought it looked and sounded great. So, anyway, I just watched it. I liked it a lot. But I don't have a lot to say about it because I'm not the Matrix uh, super fan that I know that. Jeff and Kyle are especially. I know Derek is too, although it looks like he had to step away. If he comes back, he can give his thoughts. And then, Dan, I want to hear your thoughts too before you have yes. to take off. So, in general, I really enjoyed it a lot. It was one of my top favorite movies that I ended up having to watch alone for the year. That's yeah. saying something, okay? Not every movie yeah. makes that list, all right? Yeah. Um, but it was it was a lot of fun. It was better than I thought it would be. And not only was it a lot of fun, it was very intelligent. It had some nice yeah. winks to the original stuff and some really cool, like, meta, real-world connections to what oh, it's yeah. Like for uh, mm -hmm. Lana Wachowski and so there was just some really cool things there that I I really appreciated that they did. Um, but anyway, that was my take overall. Very good. Um, Jeff, Kyle, Dan, whoever wants to take it. Dan, if you have to go soon, why don't why don't you go first? Well, so what I actually and I'm I'm glad you did watch it, Tim, because you can actually join us. I don't know when Kyle and Jeff, you guys want to do that. Maybe tomorrow, or the day after. We wanted to do an actual full spoiler discussion on it. Mm -hmm. um, well, that and Spider Man also. Um, so we can we can figure that out. 
um later obviously but yeah i i really enjoyed it i um you know i I, i'm wondering when nostalgia became like just an overall negative thing like when did that happen that was probably a while ago right it's not a recent thing no that's actually uh because (laughs) no way home it's celebrated but in this it's frowned upon so like it's it's the cornerstone of like our entire generation like nostalgia when when the person is creating this i don't know why it became negative if you take Matrix, for example, Matrix Resurrections, like Lana Wachowski, literally one of the two writers that created the original trilogy. So clearly she's very intrinsically tied to this movie. Yes. Uh, she wrote the other movies. She knows what she's doing. She understands the lore, the world, the characters. Mm-hmm. Like So she took that and then made this new thing and took some elements of nostalgia and mixed it in with like new stuff. And it's just a a blend, I think, of of just a good balance of the new and old. And I think it works really well. And like you said, it is smart. I don't know if it's like the smart aspect people took as like them just trying to almost kind of like poke you in the face. Like, oh, he made a video, the the video game thing. Huh? 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 Guys? Like, I don't know if that like bothered people because it was too like, I don't I don't know. I had a feeling the meta stuff was going to lose a lot of people and it did. I, you know. Yeah, I, I have a feeling like a lot of the stuff that was... Uh, on the nose and supposed to be on the nose were too on the nose for people. You know? but in fact, they even used sense, Warner. Right? They even used like, Warner Brothers as the yeah. company that's going to make uh-huh. it with or sure. without yeah. you. I think that like there's right. two moments. That moment, and then there's and I'm not spoiling anything. The Merovingians in the trailer. There's a there's, he starts spouting off a whole bunch of stuff that it's just like oh, oh this is probably the stuff that everybody hates. <laughs> yeah, uh, because it is like very super super on the nose. But the rest of the movie is really nuanced. So I don't right. know. Yeah, Agreed. I don't like. There, there's two specific moments that I thought were really like sledgehammering. But, even him being in there, I think, is cool because it's like they they mentioned something about like almost like old programs, like they Exiles. thought they were purged. Exiles, There's a giant like purge, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's and, a lot and, of like, world building in this movie. Yeah, there's just everything. Everything is there purposefully. Yeah. It seems yeah. so yeah. like whether you like it or not, that's fine. But to just be like, oh well, it's too meta or it's dumb because they're doing. Well, I don't know. I just my, don't. My, right, so my... give me some. Oh, go, ahead, go ahead, Kyle. Oh, I was gonna say my my take on it is is like that that's the kind of movie it is. It's a it's a it's a movie about meta and like the deconstruction of like sequels like that. And mm-hmm. people are mm-hmm. like, oh, it's too much of that. It's kind of like saying the the first Matrix had too much action because it's an action movie. Sure. Like, wow, they they spent way too much time on putting all that action in that action movie. You know, <laughs> that's that's the whole point of this movie is to be meta and to have this like uh, dialogue about sequels and stuff. So people who are like. I don't know. I, it was just way too much of that. I'm like, well, that's the movie, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. So, and like, that, that doesn't mean you have to like it, but like, that's you're 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 saying the movie is what it is supposed to but be, and that's a criticism. The for people, people that say that they added nothing new to the franchise are the ones that make me really mad. It's like you're basing your opinion not in reality, then. You yeah, are your yeah, own matrix. Coming, there's with a this lot opinion. of wild like world, <laughs> your yeah. own matrix. world building. It's coming. It's coming from a place where it's just coming from the general negativity they're feeling, as opposed sure. to an, an intelligent thought. You know what that's I mean? That's the negative I side of nostalgia. Who... Oh, that's the negative side of nostalgia. I think when you hold on too tightly to what yep. you think made the other ones special, and you sure. just want that exact thing, or I'm, you I'm don't be want honest with you, to that this, thing. This is a whole a, dialogue about that in this movie. This is <laughs> not know. a common opinion, but that was my problem with Ghostbusters Afterlife. Was like I felt like nostalgia superseded anything going on with the new characters in the story. Like it felt like it was a movie about the objects. Yeah. <laughs> like look at all these cool but objects. Remember that movie used to celebrated have. too, Jeff. And what? And that movie's celebrated too. It is. So I'm I'm confused by like, remember the car. Remember the yeah. car? Hey, remember the Ecto one? Remember guys? Yeah, yeah remember? <laughs> it's a character in this. Basically. I remember. 
but but so people celebrate that or when no way home does it uh you know no way home did it like efficiently like they did it you know and made it tie into the heart of the movie sure this one uses nostalgia as like as a as a way to make a commentary about it, like it's not necessarily right. using. Boy, it, it is be, their commentary. Ooh, yeah. Oh, good. It's she, not necessarily Lana using. Lana had it, a lot to say about yeah. <laughs> the state of entertainment. Yeah. Well, without it just if we are going to do a spoiler cast yeah. uh, without spoiling anything, what was yeah. what were some of your guys' favorite either characters or you know very broad description of like moments? Like, what were some of your favorite elements of the movie? And I'll just start with saying. My favorite character has to be the the new. I, I guess I would call her a lead in Bugs. Bugs. I thought she was. Bugs, yeah. I thought she it was, was a actress. Yeah. yeah. So I thought good. she was really, really and I did. I, I mean, there's a lot of articles about it. it. Sounds like she was gonna be in Shang Chi, but was not because of that. She had to kind of choose between the oh, two. Okay. Makes sense and, though, because she was gonna be the sister, and that's not. This is a lead role in Matrix Four. Like this there you is. Go. Yep. She has more screen time than Trinity. Like she's. Yep. Yeah. She's in this Dude, movie she's, a lot. She's great. And not only is she good at the whole fighting and acrobatic thing, but she's great at that stuff, obviously. Um, but... She learned how to do that in Iron Fist, by the way. She learned, she took that for real. Oh, she took that serious. Nice. Yeah. Oh, but I didn't, she's I didn't, a fantastic didn't, actress. Like she did, she yeah. did, I think, most of the work in a lot of the scenes of like yeah. making things feel a little more emotional, make me care about it. Like I think she did most of that work. What, what about you guys? Who are some of your favorite? What do you think about the new Morpheus? Uh, and well, again, I mean, without spoiling stuff. I think yeah, Morpheus th- was really great. And the way that okay. they handled that character was very cool i still don't yeah. know how i feel about that to be honest I, i'm not I, like i'm like not it. negative on it but i'm still kind of like ah, i don't know I, I the first that's how i felt the first time and then i watched it again and they explained what his code is mm-hmm. and i was like oh that's actually really that explains a lot about his eccentric you know suits sure his personality yeah. being a yeah, lot yeah. brighter and uh more uh, salty almost mm-hmm. uh, that explains so much uh so uh that worked for me and okay. this is not a spoiler because they put some of this in the trailers and even in press releases, they called him by this name, but Jonathan Groff as Smith was so freaking delightful. Yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah, was he great. nailed exactly what Hugo, Hugo Weaving was doing in, in the original trailer. Uh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. All of like the chewing up all of the lines and making it sound so villainous. It's cartoony. I, yeah. I loved all that stuff. When he's uh, also, he's Mr. He's Anderson, a, I got, but he's a faster. Yeah. I know yeah, that was great. When I kind of realized what was happening, that was great. But, uh, he also delivers his lines just faster than Hugo does. Hugo punches every like consonant. Yeah, and I, I did miss that though. I did miss that. And and this was uh, just a different take. I got I love him as an actor. I think in Mind Hunters and you know all about all the King stuff George, right? King George Hamilton. King George, I think yeah. he's fantastic. Um, but my my favorite um, in terms of on that side of things is gonna and I won't say anything else about his character. But Neil Patrick Harris, I thought, was yeah. freaking amazing. Yes. Yeah. Him and Jonathan Groff are in the same <laughs> yeah. boat of, wow. like, we get what this script is. Yeah. And I love it. And we're just going to change the under, they un- Like, he understood the assignment so well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. He was really good. It was and almost I, like he we was had just watched like a... him in uh, 8-Bit Christmas. And so seeing him in Back oh, to he's Back. He's so good in that, too. He's, yeah. he's so great in both of those. Anyway. Just the totally charisma roles, of like too. Barney Stinson a, a bit, right? Like he just had like this charisma on, on screen, like being playing that particular character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and just uh, without spoilers, I do want to say that uh, it's a movie that when you watch a trailer, like you 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 might think you have an idea of what's going on, but like three minutes into the movie, I was completely like, wait, what is going on? Like, dude, the, the, three the minutes into the movie, disorienting, like, right? <laughs> it was a bit disorienting, right? Yeah, yeah, it, was, like, yeah. it was very disorienting. Uh, and then at no point was I ever able to guess what was going to happen next. I don't. I was confused. This movie's not like a you know like yeah. oh I felt like dumb while watching it. Behind. Yeah, it never like leaves you behind. You like, just don't know what's, what's happening here. next. Like yeah. the very yeah. and when, but when the step is taken, you're like yes. 
No, uh, they do a good job of actually explaining to you what's happening. Yeah. It's kind of like they'll yes, show you some much. confusing stuff. You're like, what? And then they'll have other characters or, or, or maybe that character at some point. Yeah. They'll circle back and explain what that was or who yeah. that was or what's happened. So I, by the time it was they don't over, leave I you confused very well. Even like the modal stuff, like they explain what yeah, that yeah, is yeah. like instantaneously. Yeah. I had to watch um, the beginning. Like the beginning I watched several times already just to make kind of make sense because they go through that really fast yep. yeah. to get a character where he needs to be. Right. Um, yep. So like that reminded me of the opening of Tenet, which is still not explained in the entire movie. Because hmm. there are like three different groups of people that are like have ulterior motives <laughs> in yeah. the opening of that movie. So you really have to watch YouTube videos to really understand what's going on in that scene. Yeah. Um, I still love that movie for all of the exploring I ended up doing after it. But but that's just an example of like like a uh, contrasting the two. Like Matrix Resurrections has all these big ideas and stuff. Yeah. But I don't feel like they're leaving me behind, whereas no, some of the stuff in Tenet felt like that, and I had to do research after. Um, and I, again, I still love that movie more than most people do. Um, um, shout out me. to the music, more than right? Me. The, oh, the that? music was so the music good, too? despite being yeah. somebody oh. somebody totally different this time. Yeah, but like um, that that theme of like where it's like it's the violin and it's like rising, 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 rising. Yeah. Yeah. It it's, like so it's when he walks like, through the door in the trailer, the door made of light. Yeah, and then like, the big like oh my god, scene. like that song is like yeah, the coffee shop scene at the end too. Yes, yes, yes. But that song is like the song that Dan's talking about that permeates through the whole movie, and it's like this rising, and it is so powerful i'm telling it you is. my second time watching this movie after like again not the confusion is not the right word but like after i kind of knew what the ride was you, the the emotional hint like it really gets your claws in you the second yeah, time around yeah, yeah, yeah. oh and i was kind of a mess the entire second time of the movie it was just it was yeah like, i was almost getting emo- <laughs> my second time was in the theater and it was uh, technically opening night because it was wednesday night uh that it finally was showing in theaters and so it felt like the theater was full of people that were hyped to see a Matrix movie because mm. every little shout out, Merovingian shows up, you hear you hear audibly people going, yeah. oh, like, what? Oh, people were hyped. So, I mean, it was yeah. cool to be in the room for that. But, like, I found myself getting a little emotional at the bigger moments just because I knew yeah. they were coming and I understood the implications and everything more. It just, yeah, yeah I don't. Even the closing song is a nice throwback to the first movie, but it I won't is. say anything else about that. That band, yeah, yeah, by yeah, the yeah. way, that band uh, is the band that the lead singer pissed on somebody on stage, so that's fun. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- those stories happened. Uh, okay. Not, not not in a great amount of time against each other. Wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It was like okay. not even a month ago that. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's very recent. It was like pretty TikTok much exactly what Jeff just did on this conversation. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, so real quick, if you had to right movie, now, and, and, you, and you do have to because I'm going to make you, uh, oh. rank rank them one through four real quick, top of your head, oh, Dick. Jeez. Go, Dan. Dan, without any explanation, just rank them one through four. Go. Uh, damn it. Uh, Reloaded, Resurrections, uh, uh, the original Matrix, and then the uh, Revolutions. All right, Kyle. Uh, for me, it's the first Matrix, Reloaded, Resurrections, then three. Okay. I'm caught off guard so horribly <laughs> by Dan's <laughs> rankings. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I gave you a good uh, example going, of what the right one is. 
okay. I'm going first right. Matrix, uh, first Matrix Resurrections, then Reloaded, then Revolutions. I like ah. that. All right. That's yeah. that's mine exactly. First movie, yeah. fourth movie, and then second Listen, and third. I get it. People wow. want to just always pick the first one and say the second two, uh, the second and third suck. But I mean, I don't think there's enough. I don't think the second. And third I, I rate two second. <laughs> I just yeah. I love the first one, of course. I just don't think yeah. there's enough there that they gave me in two that I love about two. That's like, fair. I don't know. Bobby scene. Yes. So there you yeah. go. If you guys well, have not watched fair, Matrix yeah. yet, you'll be able to. I think it's probably going to be on HBO Max through the end of January. Is that how they do it? Yeah, they do a full thirty days. So well, like, yeah, mid, end of January is right. The end of January, mid January, something like that. Yeah, uh, so I've already taken advantage out. of that. I know Kyle's seen it multiple times. I've seen it like I've two more times. It. I've seen it five times now, all the way through. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Huge just five can't help times. it, dude. Once you start five the movie, times. it's hard to stop because the pacing is it's just two, so. It's perfect. two and a half hours. It's the quickest two and a half hours I think I've ever experienced in a movie. Yeah. To be honest, I, I, yeah. I don't. I genuinely don't get the people that aren't liking it. I don't. I just. And Keanu Reeves continues to be breathtaking in everything he does. Let's yeah. be honest. Absolutely. All right. So uh, a couple other things that we're watching. I saw that someone finished up the Wheel of Time. Overall thoughts on season one. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really great. There's a lot of people that were uh, poo-pooing on it that were book readers. I'm not a Have book a reader. I don't for read it. books. I'm so I glad I didn't read these books. Yeah, oh, my God. I'm, you guys uh, seem so angry. You are oh so mad. Y'all are Nobody so mad. That. Did, Jeff, did they have a spoon for that poo-poo? Or? They did, a knife, you mean? Um, <laughs> or yeah, maybe cut up the poo-poo case, and maybe you'll spoon. feel a little sour, less sour about it. Uh, but uh, – <laughs> all right. See you, Dan. Um, Bye, Dan. So, Bye-bye. Um, yeah, I mean, I really liked it. And somebody was, like, throwing a fit about something so trivial with the show. And the show answers that problem that he had in the next episode. So I'm oh, trying to avoid dancing around gotcha. it. So I'm like, if you would have waited, he would have not sounded like a freaking buffoon uh, yep. <laughs> with your rant. And, that, and I think uh, a lot of folks do that where they'll take – it's like, here's the whole season. you got this whole plan right here. And yeah. we're going to judge the whole season based on this. Not even chunky slice, just the yeah. slice that's over here. And I, so I, I get that. That's that's an unfair. Because the fi- finale just came online this yeah. past weekend, right? It did, it did, Friday, yeah. yeah, on okay. Friday. Yeah, for, uh, it was a finale that felt it felt extremely high budget. It definitely had a uh, an ending battle of uh, not ending battle, but a big battle of sorts um, that didn't feel cheap at all. Like it felt like Amazon threw a lot of money at it. It looked really good, mm. and. Um, had a great cliffhanger from several characters' perspectives. Like, yeah. nice. Yeah, I'm I'm really into this world, man. I know Kyle's more big in the world building stuff than I am, um, but I mean, I'm enjoying it. Obviously, I still love it, but uh, I know you're you like the yeah. lore and the language usage and stuff. Yeah, I think they you do a really good details. job uh, in this show, even more than The Witcher, uh, which The Witcher sometimes they'll just like throw out like child, a surprise birth, surprise child, or whatever. You know, <laughs> like they just throw out terms. And you're like, I don't even know what that means. The law uh, of surprise. Law of surprise, child. Uh, no, anyways, um, or the convergence. You know, which I know what all these terms are because I'm a big nerd. But like they they use it in those shows and they don't really explain what they mean. In this show, they use them in context so often and so constantly that, like, you know exactly what all these terms mean. And uh, okay. I feel like they, like, give you people's names and, like, their races and stuff. I don't know. I'm, I'm catching on to things a lot easier mm-hmm. than some other shows that just kind of, like, yeah. throw jargon at you. Um, and it's good. I, sometimes I think the show goes a little too quick and a little too slow at the same time. Yeah. Whereas like there, there's times where I'm like, we're still in this city. This is kind of crazy. And there's other times I'm like, we're rushing towards the boss battle right now. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but like outside of that, I think the show is doing really well. And I'm sorry if you read the books. Again, y'all seem very angry. So yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm Same sorry if people that books. watched the Witcher series and read the books. They feel the same There's about that show. Angry too. people it's... there too. Yeah. There, yeah. There's something, something happened with uh, a certain character from the season uh, of The Witcher, which like did not happen in the books. And people rioted they're like we want this showrunner out of here it's almost like they've never heard of an adaptation before it's like at this point no one, don't no, we no one all is, understand <laughs> how they do this this is just how it works yeah. man. well no everything it's must possible. die on the altar of cowboy bebop you know i like, mean it's all, possible it all must read, go it's possible to read all the books of something like i did all the read all the game of thrones books yeah watched all the game of thrones seasons or at least most of them i think i've seen all of them anyway and i didn't love the way that the show decided to once they stopped going like chapter by chapter with the books once the kind of they ran out of book material i didn't love the way that the show just had a different feeling it felt like a different showrunner almost it just kind of took a different path but i still enjoyed what they were doing for the like okay this is their thing now this is their story now yeah and hey at exactly. some point in the future i am still hopeful for more game of thrones books because i'm very excited to, to read quote unquote the real thing or honestly yeah. the stories yeah. that i fell in love with in the first place like i love the book so much i have a theory he's just he's already written everything he's just waiting until he dies so he doesn't have to deal with backlash give a strong <laughs> bell was that's a pretty strong theory i like that actually i like that theory. it's pretty genius like oh, he's I'm released a lot of chapters over the years like teaser chapters here and there he's released a lot of those it's just yeah. i'm like it's gonna be a frank herbert thing where he dies and someone his biggest fan or whatever he's gonna take all of his notes and or like, the wheel of time thing yeah yeah or the wheel wheel of time the same way but it ended, yeah. you know yeah, who knows? Who knows? Well, listen, I've been catching up on a lot of Marvel stuff. Uh, oh, really? Getting ready for, uh, I guess, Eternals comes out on Disney Plus in January. That's cool. I'll be able to catch up on that one. Um, just finished Shang-Chi this weekend because I also caught up on, um, what was I behind on? Let's see. Oh, Black Widow. I watched that one. It was fun. Oh, cool. It was a good movie. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's it's right in that middle tier of all the Marvel yeah, movies. It's, it is. Right. I, I liked I it think, better than stuff what, like Captain Marvel, but it's not going to no, yeah, hit like Winter Soldier level. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, I think the biggest weakness in Black Widow was like um, she never felt at risk and it felt like a side story the entire time. But Florence Pugh kind of saved that movie for me. Like, yeah, same here. <laughs> like yeah. She was great, so but I gotta good be honest, Rachel Weiss and uh, David Harbour were also fans. They were they yeah. were the big ones for me. Yeah, yeah. I love David Harbour. This, yeah, David Harbour stole every scene. In that oh, that's true, yeah. He's he the was, wannabe dad, yeah. And he kept talking trash about Captain America from their fight in the 80s and everything. I love like, it. He was still frozen, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. Love it so much. What'd you think of Shang-Chi? Uh, amazing. Fantastic fight scenes and just yeah. a, a totally yeah. different feeling Marvel movie. It's exactly what I think this new phase needs and we've we've already gotten some of it and i feel like i've heard eternals also has a very different feel to it and sometimes it people it doesn't maybe maybe they don't nail it with this first eternals movie i'm hopeful that they'll they'll get there i hope yeah. they don't give up on that on that uh series. but anyway i love when we they get better those, not they got yeah, cliffhangers for days like, i feel movie, like so. <laughs> i feel like the marvel universe had a shift with guardians of the galaxy and now i feel like they're shifting again with stuff like shang chi so i hope that mm -hmm. we keep seeing these and I, I love these turns i love where it's like oh all the movies are like Iron Man and Thor. Got it. Oh, never mind. We got Guardians of the Galaxy. What is this wacky 80s soundtrack nuts? Like, what is this? This is yeah. silly. And Thor Ragnarok kind of maintained that direction a little bit. Mm -hmm. and, and so anyway, I, I like I like that the Marvel Universe is not afraid to experiment a little bit because it'd be very easy for them to just keep churning out the same thing. And I, yeah. I'm glad. And then people who don't watch them, of course, from the outside they feel really pretentious and like they know everything. They're like, it's just the same. I'm like, it's really, truly not. Some of them are like, you could look at Black Widow and say, all right, this one doesn't really break the mold 
it's mm-hmm. solid, but it doesn't break the mold. But you couldn't you can, watch you couldn't watch Shang Chi or Guardians or Thor Ragnarok and say that that isn't totally unique because it yeah. is. You can so. look at the I mean, you can even look at Falcon and Winter Soldier and say, oh, this is Marvel. This is right. what we know Marvel to be. But not Loki. Yeah, you know? Loki not, is nothing like or, what Marvel's or done. Before. What is odd? Yeah. Yeah, what <laughs> if is nothing like that? Um, Vision, yeah. Hawkeye okay, so, is more in line with it. I uh, haven't watched Hawkeye yet, and I do want to watch it. Um, that's 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 coming up next because I think that's the only thing other than Eternals. It's I really good, by the way. It picks up and it did wrap up already, so it does yeah, pick so I'm up. Looking, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. Um, but I did finally, and I didn't think it was that important, but I think it's going to be after seeing the Doctor Strange two trailer. I did watch What If um, all the way through. I'd only watched like two of those episodes before the animated Marvel What If yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I didn't love every episode. Like some of it kind of had me going like, all right, I don't know if I want to watch 30 minutes of this particular thing, but it was creative and it was really dark, like super dark. At first I thought, oh, my, Dude. Kids, <laughs> my kids might like this. And then as I'm watching, it, I'm like, no, they wouldn't. No, nope, no, nope, they wouldn't. Me, like and, me, and, uh, me and Kyle were like, I can't believe they're airing like three depressing episodes back to back like this. This yeah. is so crazy. Like it was like just main characters dying one after another. You had to throw in that like part like frat boy throw. Then, yeah, then they threw just in the to, like, break, just to break up like, the depression. Right, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, you get to the final two episodes and it becomes like a Dragon Ball Z yeah. matchup where you've got these yeah. crazy universe breaking and bending battles that are happening, yeah. including characters you wouldn't expect, and then. It really creates a truly terrifying villain that kind of goes across all the what if episodes that you wouldn't have thought. I don't know. I thought they did a really cool job at the end of yeah. making me feel like, uh oh, I hope they hope they figure this out because this could mess up the movies. Like, I know that's stupid, but like they created some weight to the end of that series. Yeah, and they I, did. Yeah. I and thought it was uh, that that moment in the Doctor Strange teaser in the theaters because that was the post credit scene in No Way Home. Um, right. When you see the pale face of strange yeah. supreme or whatever uh-huh. i'm like oh is what if canon for real like is yeah this- i i oh. i almost had i had to get convinced from it from so many people because i was I, I was in disbelief i was like there's no there's no way they're gonna recognize what if i guess canon uh, yeah yeah i think they are that's what's happening that's what's, that's what's exactly literally happening right now yeah yep. so anyway um i thought it was great i really enjoyed that and i'm looking forward to watching hawkeye i just i love what they're doing with marvel i, I don't I do think too. every single thing they've done is a home run but i'm still like that's okay every once in a while you knock one out of the park and the rest aren't bad so let's do it keep going even eternals which i didn't really i mean it was fine uh it still had like an hour and a half worth of stuff that was like really cool and i can definitively say that it was a big swing it was not like yeah typical marvel even if it wasn't all great you can still tell that was like something distinct about it that felt Mm -hmm. very different yeah yep um, all right. Anything else you guys are watching before we talk about some games? I just want to throw out some love for Licor- Licorice Pizza. I just watched that. Um, that stars uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son Cooper oh. and uh, Alana Haim, who's in the band Haim with their sisters. And uh, so that's their. This is their first time on camera, and Alana Haim f- feels like she's been doing this forever. She's hilarious in the movie. Um, but I also wanted to shout out Bradley Cooper in the movie. He's in it for five minutes and steals the whole damn thing. It's he's so funny in it he's like a coked out version of his wedding crashers character um who's just a womanizer uh and like there's a scene where like uh alana's character is like sitting on the curb and she's just like kind of like moping and not really reacting to anything that's going on around her and bradley cooper just comes in the frame and just starts shattering glass behind her and oh my gosh angry for no reason because he's just that's his character so he like he's like oh stupid and he runs off 
And then these two ladies walk by, and he comes back in the frame to hit on them. It's so funny. <laughs> you guys like peanut butter jam sandwiches? It's so funny, dude. <laughs> dude. But even the name licorice pizza sounds yeah. so disgusting. I don't know. Yeah, if it sounds yeah. I, apparently yeah, it's funny. a slang term back then for a vinyl, uh, which I didn't know. I thought it was oh. the fact that licorice on pizza sounds disgusting, and that's the central relationship just doesn't mesh or something. I don't. But no, apparently it's like a throwback term. Oh, okay. All it's right. really good though. It's it's definitely Paul Thomas Anderson's one of his more accessible like comedies. Okay. Like Boogie Nights accessible. It's it's really fun. All right, so, uh, according to the list that we've got here, we are playing a wide variety of games. Nothing super new, uh, although Inscription, no. I don't think we've gotten any feedback on yet, so I'm curious to hear what you think about that one. Um, for me, in general, my gaming has been you know, a little bit of Forza here and there to maybe try to get some points for each season when I get a chance. Yeah. Playing more Ruined King, that story's really interesting, but I've been more watching stuff. Also, I mean, my kids have been home, and my mother-in-law's here, and we've just it's been very demanding um, just of time. So I haven't had as much time to uh, to do a lot of gaming, but um, played a little bit more Halo Infinite. I think I'm at the point now where it's like, I think if, I forget what mission number it is, but I I can tell based on what others have said. If I'm I start this mission, I'm hitting the end game. So I'm I trying to tell. decide yep. like, am I am I done? I think I might be done. Like I think I'm good. I think I've spent a good whatever 13 hours in this game. 14. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what the total is, and I feel like I'm good to wrap it up. But I'm just at that that turning point or after are you at that stage where after every mission finishes there's like something happens and you have to go right to that new thing because that's where Uh, i'm at uh, that should be the last few missions yeah Yeah. so Uh, i'm at the last four missions and i haven't had that every yeah something major happens if you trigger that then you can't really do the open yeah there's no more open world yeah no i'm I'm before i haven't had that trigger yet so okay so uh you might be doing the sequence stuff then where it's like you have to find four that's exactly i just finished doing Stuff. So um, I would do all the open world stuff before you go to the final one. Yeah, I think I'm at the last sequence thing, and I've just been doing mm-hmm. like ex- trying to find armor sets and yep. you know cores and freeing other marines. I'm just doing all the extra fun stuff on the map, yeah. taking fobs and all that. I, I, yeah, I, I think I so kind of like still. I think I'm at the point where I'm like I get this game and I lo- I adore it. It's going to mm-hmm. be high on my list. I don't know if I need to keep doing these things. I think it's time for me to. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I finished up all the side mission stuff. Every single thing on the map is cleared out for me. And I am at the part where, like, every time I finish a section of a mission, there's a cutscene and that something huge happens and you have to go after them. So I'm, I know I'm near the end game um, currently. So um, I'm enjoying it. Not much more to add other than, yeah, this is definitely up there. It's one of the best games of the year for sure. Good. Yeah, I, my time with it, I keep on going back to the multiplayer, which was so surprising to me. Um, wow. I have, a, I have a crew that I keep on playing with, and we jumped on uh, Christmas Day yesterday. A lot of noobs playing yesterday. Felt really good. Yep. Oh, Kill, nice. Killing all these people who just got the game to, that that morning, just just stomping kids. It was you awesome. You just ruined so many Christmas oh, days for kids. good. <laughs> good uh, for you. It felt really good. I think we won like 20 <laughs> matches in a row, and then we lost one, and I go, okay, I'm done. <laughs> 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 got really sour about it um that was really cool though i i really like I, I i have a feeling that that multiplayer is gonna have a lot of legs i think that like some point we're gonna get forge and then that uh, we're gonna start getting all that community created stuff coming on we're gonna get infection mode soon which is like you know you know uh, uh, uh someone starts off as a sword everybody else starts off as guns sword guy kills a gun guy they become a sword guy last person standing wins pretty much um there's gonna be a lot of really cool modes and i think they're gonna keep on piecemealing it out i think we'll be playing this game for a long time and even like for me who like i don't play weekly or nightly or anything like that 
every time I do check back in, like, oh, Fiesta mode is back or some new mode. So, like, I feel like there's always something new for me to do every time yeah. I chime in. And I'm playing once every couple weeks. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm level 10. You know, I'm not, I'm not like, yeah. uh, dedicating a lot of time to it, but gotcha. having, a, having a good time all the same. Yep. Yep. Uh, anything else you guys are playing? Uh, Kyle and I are, did uh, two or three more chapters of It Takes Two. We only have two left. Um, so I think uh, our next session will be it. Uh, yeah, I have a new song for us to sing, too. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two. Oh, there go. we go. How are we not sing that song? How are we, we not singing that? the other one? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The, the, that game really makes me goofy. I love that game a lot. Yeah. I, I think it's, I, I, and I love that each level is like a different mechanic introduced. Like, we did the snow globe level where you get you each get a magnet that's a different color. Yeah. And the rules of magnets apparently apply where the same color uh, either attracts or is it the other way around? Opposites attract. And Opposites attract. So um, certain puzzles, you know, only your magnet works for them. And the other person has to kind of wait there while you, you know, plot a line for them so they can get up there and join you. Um, it's it's much like their other levels, but it's just they, they create a new mechanic each, each mm. level. Um, one of them was the most fun level we had, which was the castle one, where it just yeah. straight up turns into an action game, and we just, he meleeed, and I did magic stuff. Yeah, it, t- it turned into a gauntlet game. Like, yeah. the, oh, like for a, awesome. a solid 20 or 30 minutes, it was a gauntlet game. That's uh, so fun. Just so, it's so great. There was a whole section where he and I were just screaming the entire time, too. <laughs> <It just laughs> Might so have been the time one, because that time one was like, the clock's going faster, and now it's going backwards. And, and yeah, the yeah. The hands of a clock are, like, trying to catch you, and if you hit it once, you die. It's not like a... Yeah, um, a, a little bit of your health goes down. Well, man, that game is just really clever. I can't. So, is it. is yeah. the game working? Is it going to help you guys not get divorced like you're planning? Is that? Is it help <laughs> are you these are these parents are like have a lawyer on speed? Like the second they get out of here, they're calling. The lawyer, <laughs> sure. There's a whole section, and I won't spoil it because I feel like it's good. At, but there's a whole section where I go. I I don't feel good about everything we're doing in this game in <laughs> regards. The, to, yeah. In yeah. regards to how it affects is that the one daughter? when you're trying to make the daughter cry? You told her yes. about that. Yes, but yeah. the things, okay. the links that you go to to do this is yeah. so horrifying. Yeah. Oh, I felt dirty. And even the characters are say, start saying it eventually. The characters. Yeah, the character, go, I, I, don't, I don't feel good about this yeah, I don't at all. Feel good about this anymore? Yeah, I don't either, bud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah, well, hey, Kyle, really are you game, playing? Man. Kyle, you playing uh, Kena? Yeah, yeah, I played a little more of Kana. I'm like uh, maybe an hour and a half in. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. I, I like it quite a bit. I, I just uh, I'm at the end of the year blues where like nothing. Played a little bit of Far Cry. Played a little bit of Kana. I keep on kind of jumping around everything and just being like, what's the what's grabbing me right now? It's and the it's, game, yeah, yeah. It's I'm 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 watching like you are more than I am playing. You no, know, right Kana. Now. I as I keep looking back on, it, I really loved that game, but it did have much very much a. Um, like licensed platformer vibe to it, kind of like when they used to make a game for every cartoon epic movie that would come out, like Kung Fu Panda mm-hmm. or something. It kind of had that vibe to it, where it wasn't quite up to par with the best of the best 3D action adventure open world or open area games, but it was still really good, and it kind of just had that vibe yep. to it. Um, so, but I, I hope you, if you do keep playing, I think you will enjoy. It. I think the story is very sweet, and of course, the visuals are. Whew, yeah good yeah it's really good uh, really... and these games are really easy to jump like even far cry like these games are really easy to like i, I dove right back in and i was like oh okay yeah i know what's going on here yeah, yeah far cry especially um, has that yeah um and kana too like if there's just something about like if i forget anything it's just how to use those dumb little rot things and then, well that does uh, get more complex as you go so you'll get to a certain point where the combat takes a i think takes a pretty steep difficulty spike and it's like oh kana, i want to take a break after that okay, okay. <laughs> all right like i had a couple of fights where i did i had to like 
roll up the sleeves like okay we're doing this all right got it like there's a couple of those moments here and there but um but yeah i liked that game a lot um jeff what about you anything else uh yeah i finished up the gunk and uh solar ash i just like saying the gunk recommend um, both the uh the gunk ends up having like a kind of a cool story about the planet you're on um and the puzzles remind me of kana where like you have each room kind of has a different thing you have to uh, you have to have a different approach for it um yeah. and you're clearing out the corruption yeah so you're, you're clearing out the the gunk first and then you're like okay it's still not the room's not you know bright again what what else do i have to do and you'll you'll see some like um uh the buds or whatever I don't, I don't know what you call it plant life that will help you move things along and you ha- kind of have to figure out um how to get that how to dislodge that plant life to help you out um yeah so the puzzles are interesting it's like a four-hour game there's not much to it there are boss battles but a lot of it's just evading until you can get behind them and then suck just you know suck them real good uh-huh uh-huh uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Solar Ash is the cool one, though. That's the one that's like every boss fight just left me in awe of, uh, you know, you're doing what you would do in Shadow of the Colossus, basically, but you're doing, like, skating on their backs and stuff. It's like a speedrun version of taking down a Colossus. Yeah, instead of, like, holding on and watching your grip meter slowly go down, you're you're skiing on them. It's like a locomotion (laughs) game, right? Like, you're always kind of building speed and... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, You're okay. constantly building momentum each hit, and you uh, have a boost as well you want to use diligently, especially because the more that you um, you have, like, three hits you have to take each boss, and if you're on the last hit, they have way less of a shield that you can navigate on, so you have to mind your boost, jump at the right time, or you'll fall off. Mm-hmm. It happened often for me, and I got, I would get really frustrated and just be like, all right, I guess I'm coming back to this game later. Like, it happened a lot for me. Um, but it's a really great game. It's cool. Yeah. And... Um, I think the gameplay is more of the star than the story. The story is kind of like, it just leaves you behind. Like, I'm like, it just throws its jargon at you, expects you to just get it, and you're like, I'm not going to read every single artifact in this game. (laughs) I got stuff to do, guys. (laughs) Yep. So I was more obsessed with collecting things, like all the suits, I got those, and and just traveling around, dude, because the traveling is rewarding. Like, it's it's cool to get all, all that loot. Um, it's not a lot of loot, but it's some. It's enough for like a five, six hour game. So, uh, yeah, it's really good though. It's not in my like top ten or anything, but it's it's like right beneath it. It's like a game I really like for sure. Yeah, I've still got it installed. I plan on playing it some more. Um, it's like, like the exact timing and feel that I had last year playing Pathless, where it was like this is just a fun game, and I know it's a small chunk of a game to get through. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna finish it. It's just a matter of when, but um. When you get to the different open areas, I think it might click for you a little more because it did yeah, for me. Where I was like, yeah. oh man, look how open this is. There's so much to do here. I just have to have time. I think my goal is to finish Halo Infinite. My son, my 14 year old, wants to play. It takes two, so we've both got that downloaded. Yes. We're gonna try that nice. a little bit. Gonna get another. Hopefully, gonna get another convert. <laughs> hopefully, we get a chance to play a little bit before we get to. I mean, I don't know why we wouldn't. Sometime in the next like three weeks or however long it's gonna take us to get to our talk about best game or whatever uh, you know some of those bigger sure. awards for us yeah um, i think i'll be able to play at least a little bit of it um but uh, but yeah this this week has been fun lots of st- watching stuff and yeah. uh, still battling sickness that the we've got sound way better res- we've got an upper respiratory infection that's gone through everybody nice. and it's hit everyone a little bit differently uh-huh. um and i mean they did some rapid COVID tests but listen with the way that the variants work and all that, it's possible it was a strain, one of the variants of COVID. It just yeah. didn't have a lot. It didn't check a lot of the boxes. 
Yeah. But it, it could have been. All we know, it was very upper respiratory focused, and it hit all of us in different ways, including the babies. That Those were the roughest ones. So oh, a few damn. of them are still battling it. <clears throat> For me, it's like a lingering tickle and a lingering cough. But otherwise, I finally feel good. It took about a week and a half for me to like feel normal again. Like oh, that's good. It was it was pretty rough. Well, I was um, gonna say about the new the newer variant has like less of a chance to creep its way into the lungs. Apparently, it's like a weaker variant, and right. it ends up affecting people in the upper respiratory area. Yeah, it was, it's most weird. of it's all. Like we we uh, various doctor visits and all kinds of tests and stuff. Yeah. And so for my wife, they're like, this looks like a sinus infection, but it's probably just part of that same strain that the rest of the family has. And for me, they told me it looks like strep throat or laryngitis, but it's a little bit different. So, and yeah. for everyone that had it, had it just kind of thing. mutated host to host. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of my kids, uh, he looks like he's getting, he's finally clearing up, but he looked like he had pink eye. I'm just like it's just, just a oh, crazy I've had that virus. Before, yeah. It's a crazy virus that's just kind of. Yeah. I had that before where you're so congested in up here and like and something you, happens with your eye where it just gets your eye up, gets like, all gunky and crusty. Yeah, it's so disgusting. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's rough, man. And then for my daughter, it's just been cough, cough, cough. Like not not much else. No fever of any kind. She's been a little congested, but she just can't stop coughing itself for her. That so sucks. anyway, for all of it's a little it's a little bit different. It did make for a less fun kind of Christmas weekend, but. Uh, overall, we're gonna be fine. Like, and it's we're That's all. Good. I think we're all on the upswing at least, you know. <clears throat> so, anyway, there's that. And there's not a ton of headlines. Just to kind of summarize a few of them before we close things out. There are. Well, I wanted to uh, touch on. Uh, oh. I had to touch on inscription because. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. A couple people listed that as like their game of the year, and I was like, "There's no effing right. way because it's a card game, right? And card games are stupid, in my opinion." <laughs> That's right. I got to go download the demo now before I forget. Keep yes, going. Yes, there is a demo, and I guess it's long because I already died the first time, and uh, it's a roguelike, so you'll come back as somebody else and start a new round. Um, and, and they'll introduce, like, a new new card mechanic each each round, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, normally I kind of go, oh, card games, oh, just make cards real life, jeez. Uh, but but this one is interesting enough uh, where you're kind of facing somebody where you can you only see their eyes and it's kind of creepy. Um, and the cards themselves are just uh, like forest animals. And, you know, some of them are like squirrels are like pawns, basically. You know, you put them there to either sacrifice for a stronger animal yourself or you put them in the way of somebody, uh, somebody's attack. Um but yeah, each animal has like a different uh, perk of sorts or a different like attack strength or health strength. And then they add modifiers each round uh, that make things a little more complex. And it's actually kind of fun. It makes me feel really smart when I actually win a round. <laughs> I'm like, That's got awesome. you. Yes. Uh, it feels really smart. To, but, I, you know, I died like after four games, I think, because okay. it, it does get really tough. Like some of the cards are just impossible. Yeah. Um, because some animals you have to get a sacrifice for to put them on the board. And if you don't have any sacrificial squirrels or anything, what, how are you going to play those animals? Like, So you just end up screwing yourself and you, and you die immediately. It sounds a little bit like uh, Magic. So my son is getting really into the Magic card game, Magic the Gathering. And so he's got a whole bunch of those cards. So he was teaching me how to play uh, yesterday afternoon. On the, you know, I was trying. I was trying to do the dad thing where I was like, "All right, I'm going to help you build your racetrack. I'm going to help mm-hmm. you set up your stuffed animals. I'm going to play your card magic game with you." I was trying to do each of the things. You know, I'm going to put oh, nice. batteries in batteries into your thing. So I we played a round of magic. He just destroyed me, and I was like, "Is could you teach me before you make me feel horrible?" Um, but anyway, <laughs> it's similar in that you to, to do the actual to play your creatures and do your actual moves. I don't know if you guys have ever played this before. No, you have, I to, you have to have played these lands, which give you the mana that it, it's required to 
make mm -hmm. the attacks happen. And my deck, for whatever reason, the way it was shuffled, the lands were all towards the middle or bottom. And so I, I had nothing. And so I'm just sitting there getting attacked and I could do nothing. And I was like, well, God, this sucks. This is where this is where yeah. I, I love card games and I love the designs and I love the creativity. But then I'm like the luck aspect or I guess the bad luck aspect in some cases, mm -hmm. it just drives me nuts sometimes because I'm Same. like, I didn't do anything. I just my card, my cards just didn't give me the stuff. I like, I don't know. Some of that stuff bothers me with yeah. card games, but it is what it apparently, is. Apparently uh, this game inscription has three acts and each act, the gameplay apparently or the perspective changes. I, oh, I don't nice. know in what way. Because obviously I haven't gotten that far. It's just a demo. So <laughs> for now, it's just a demo. I might buy it later if I actually do get I hooked would. to it. Um, yeah. But th I find that to be fascinating. Like, what? why would it need to change? There must be a story going on that I'm just not as aware of yet because it's just a demo. Gotcha. Um, and that's interesting. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, it is kind of interesting that this has been picked as, you know, the... Uh, I can't remember who picked it, but game yeah, somebody year. did pick it as a game I was reading year. an article where the Naughty Dog devs all, all listed there. I thought that was a cool article where you got to read yeah, some I of the main devs at Naughty Dog, some of their favorite games of the year. Um, wide variety of stuff, everything from Metroid Dread to It Takes mm -hmm. Two to Returnal to... Druck Druckman loved uh, Loop Hero. Loop Hero, yep. yep. He was like, so, I've never played a game like that. And I was like, yeah, um, no game by the like way, that exists. <laughs> I love Loop Hero too. I, I can... Yeah. Um, it's a silly, fun, little, very old school looking game. I, I recommend it if you haven't played it. Um, all right. So let's wrap things up with just a couple of headlines. If nothing else, it's more of just a reminder. If you're listening to this, you've got, in most cases, uh, at least a week, or, I don't know, at least five days to go check out some sales across all kinds of platforms. Steam has their big winter sale now. Tons of games for sale on Steam. Go check that out. Epic, I think their 15 days is over after today or it might be oh, over okay. years. Um, but anyway, Epic has been giving away a free game a day um, mm -hmm. for a little. I think they're going till New Year's now that I'm thinking about it because I think they started on the 15th and I think they go till the 30th. And they're uh, they're not slouches. These games, it's like Prey is up there, Vampire, Vampire. Yeah. Um, yeah. They gave away Control. They've given away some really interesting ones. Um, and then of course some smaller ones too. Um, but anyway. If you don't have an Epic Games account, there's no reason not to. It's free. You create one. And even if you don't have a PC but think you might have one someday, just log into your account and claim the free game. They Even after the sale is over, after the special, they do a free game every Thursday. They update a new free game for you. So anyway, wow. go uh, go check that out if you haven't. Um, of course, yeah, GOG, which is CD Projekt Red's platform, they mm -hmm. always have major sales. Um, PlayStation has a big sale it was funny my mother-in-law sitting on the recliner she was kind of doing her own thing and i was sitting there using the tv looking through the playstation sales and i could tell she had kind of looked up i was looking at it. she goes what are all those and i was like those are all just games that are on sale how do you know they're on sale well you know just sit at the top like holiday sale so she mm -hmm. kept asking me all these detailed questions and i was like just I'm, I'm not going to buy any of these right now, so it's fine. You don't have to understand it. Like, yeah, it doesn't affect you know, your life at all. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'll change um, the channel to, what, what do they watch? I don't know. Family yeah. Feud, eventually. Uh, yeah, and actually, she's a huge fan of the Lifetime-style holiday special. Oh, of course, right. naturally. Plenty of those. The Hallmark holiday movies. She loves those. Yeah. Netflix even specifically creates those they they specifically they do they do they make those brand new ones just so every year there's a, i mean they know what they're doing because it works I, I from what i've heard those actually get a lot of they made one like two or three years ago called klaus which i still love i Dude, like that movie's like, amazing yeah and i'm like this is like supposed to be a hallmark movie kind of and it the it's, cartoon it's so much better than that yeah yes it is but it's still it's like you you kind of get a sense that whenever christmas movie, a new christmas movie comes out 
you're like, Ugh, whatever. This is just, you know, cashing in on whatever. But there's like artistry in that movie. It's a really Dude, good that movie. That movie is amazing. We love yeah. that one. Um, I, my kids always like to do that rap randomly throughout the year. Just like, that's what you get when you mess with the postman. They love that. Uh, <laughs> they love that thing. He's like walking all like he's tough. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, if there's anything else that I missed, feel free to highlight it before we sign off. How are you guys doing? You good? Yeah. Uh, great. I just wanted to shout out the Uncharted trailer that just came out, and Sully has a mustache in it, so it's okay, guys. The movie's gonna be good now. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I honestly, he, he I still a, feel he, like he that's a, that's gotta be the end of the movie. Joke. That's the end of the movie, yeah. right? I don't know. That's gotta be. <laughs> We're gonna see a Mark Walstash. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, I don't oh. care about that movie at all. No, me neither. Neither do I. That way, when it comes out, if it happens, like I say with a lot of movies that I'm like, oh, I assume that's going to be horrible. And then if it comes out and I like it, then I'm like, like hey. Morbius, Morbius looks terrible. It no. looks really bad. But if it ends <laughs> up being good, great. Like, yeah. I actually thought, um, I really did not think I would like Black Widow even a little bit. Like, I thought it kind of looked like a pretty by the numbers. Oh, you were trying to be like Winter Soldier, like secret spy stuff. And now it's in Russia. Turns out it was actually its own thing. And they did a really good job. And I enjoyed it a lot. Even though mm-hmm. it's not a not a great movie, but I still had I was like, wow, that's fun. I really liked yeah, that. It was yeah. that was a fun movie. So when your expectations are in the right spot, you might enjoy something. Just saying. That's me with Candyman too. I, I was like not in the mood to see that movie, and then it blew me away. There you go. Yeah. There you go. It happens. Listen, guys. Uh, thanks for joining in. This is it for 2021. We'll talk to you. Oh man, RIP 2021. Pouring out. And uh, next week begins our game of the year debates. So hopefully my voice is ready to go then, because I have. A lot of opinions to shoot down and to scream across the airwaves here. So it's my favorite way to get points across. <laughs> it's just the best way. Yeah. Best way. Wrong, wrong, wrong. No, wrong. no. <laughs> so they're not. We're not. I don't think we're starting with huge subjects uh, for our uh, first debate round, debate episode, or whatever. Correct. So I think we're still going to have time to catch up. We'll, we'll have some time to do some catching. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you guys. Take care. Thank See you. Ya. Yep. Happy New Year. Yep, take care. Happy New Year.